The Crash and Mars Podcast. All right, last week we talked about our Disney freaks. Um, did you guys know that Disneyland has separate bathrooms for rich people and celebrities so that they don't have to go to the bathroom next to us? Common they, folks. They get taken to uh, a whole new paradise. Yep. Oh. Now, Rebel Wilson might be a big fan of Disneyland, but that doesn't mean her record at the theme park is squeaky clean because she has now been banned from Disney for 30 days after taking a photo of something she shouldn't have. Now, Rebel Wilson, being, I guess, a TV and movie celebrity, uh, was taking photos in the mirror of the secret bathroom that's reserved for the rich and the famous inside Disneyland, which Disneyland does not allow them to do, and she was banned for 30 days. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, so it's banned to, like, talk about the bathroom? Yeah, you're not allowed to take photos of it. Also, I looked at Rebel Rebel Wilson's Instagram account this morning. It is gone, the photo. Oh. So Uh, she deleted it. Disney. uh, okay. Uh, are you surprised? No. No. So just like calm down. <laughs> Disneyland has Met Gala rules where you, there's certain areas where you're not allowed to take any photos. And then if you break it, then they can ban you. Oh. Now, I don't know if Rebel Wilson spends a lot of time in Disneyland, so I don't know if the 30 days will even matter to her. Yeah, but, oh, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Disneyland has a lot of rules. I, They're supposed to be supposedly being the what the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. I'd say you keep it happy, buddy. It's following them rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently there's laying like, down the law. There's something called Club Thirty Three. Mm. What's that? That like there's a higher level of Disneyland that like celebs can get into. It costs X amount of dollars. Uh. But yeah, included in Club Thirty Three is like the bathrooms on the perks. But there's no social media postings or any photos of any kind. Do you, Club 33. do celebrities go through the gates of Disneyland or are they entered? Do they enter through like the back? I think they I don't think they go. They're not with everybody not, like, else waiting in line. To no, get the wristbands. no, they don't do the like the whole gambit to get they have in separate parking. Hmm. But, but if they're like I've heard of like, uh, you know, birthday parties, celebs written out Disneyland after hours. Yeah. But if they're there like during operating hours, I get like private bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So I can't see, you know, um. Uh, the ham bone. Michael J. Fox's piece. Yeah, yeah, so that your picture isn't being taken while you're Michael in the... Are you kidding me? You're not curious? So I always wondered. <laughs> but, but if they're like, if they're going on rides, like they're going to be... They're going to be in line. Sep- they don't have a separate ride yeah, for the celebrities. Yeah, yeah they're not no. shutting the ride down and making everyone wait. Yeah. Yeah. I did some Googling on it. It turns out, so the lounge is a super exclusive venue for important figures to duck out of the crowds, cool down with a beverage, and enjoy gourmet cuisine. Oh. Membership is highly coveted by powerful Disney fans, so much so that the waitlist is rumored to be over 15 years long. 15 years? So even a big fan is yeah. able to get in if they are willing to pay the exorbitant amount of cash. Yeah, probably. but you're going to go in your mid-50s. Yeah. Yeah, you have to put a request in. Yikes. Oh. I'm guessing, too, like, even if you put the request in, they probably have to recognize your name. Mm-hmm. Probably, like yeah. there's not going to be like crash from now radio. Yeah. Like you're not getting in. <laughs> like if I won the lotto and yeah. I'm like, you know what I want? I want the what is it? The special thirty. I don't even club? think if you win club the lotto, club thirty three. I think you like and Connor McDavid. This. You're getting in. Yeah. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. You're on that wait list. You're getting in. But crash from now radio. Come on. No. Come on. Sorry. I want to bring a listener with me. Yeah, I, th- I mean, that would be very cool. Right? What a time. But it's uh, it's not happening. Someone says it's $15,000 a year to be a member of Club 33. Oh, I thought it would have been a lot more. 15000 a year? To get, like, lot. exclusive like that at Disneyland? How much time mm-hmm. are you spending at Disneyland? 
Well, enough that if you're like a big Hollywood player, yeah, 15 grand a year seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, that's nothing, yeah. Yeah, but are you there all the time? Well, maybe twice a year. I don't know. Yeah, kids. But once again, yeah, that's not much money. That's that's worth it for just a one-off. Huh. Uh, this text here says, uh, hey, guys, I was actually invited into Club 33. Whoa. I asked if he would call and he will not. Oh, uh, ah! no. Who are you? He said, tell us your name. Club 33 is amazing. I lucked out years ago and I got an invite through a friend. There's a private entrance to it that no one knows where it is. Yeah, so you're not going through the gates. <sighs> Who's your friend? Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be. Get us in. <laughs> I am curious now. <laughs> right? Champagne is free and everything is in there is free and unlimited. Oh. Champagne? Wow. Because is there... There's no big uh, turkey leg? <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I haven't been to Disneyland since I was a kid. Yeah. But are they, are they slinging alcohol? Uh, in some spots. Yeah, they... When we went, we went like, pff, like 15 years ago. Yeah, they had... Uh, you couldn't just walk around. Right. But they just had an area I that you can you. have drinks. Yeah. yeah. Like K-Day's like the smoker style. They Pretty had, much. Like, sectioned Corral them in. Yeah. <laughs> But you're not getting free gourmet food and uh, no. champagne. I don't recall any gourmet food no. there. Could you imagine champagne in one hand, turkey leg in the yeah. other? Oh, that's the life. <laughs> Those turkey legs are like disgusting, gr- gross, right? Yeah, like, that's pretty gross. That's why you wash it back with champers. Oh, <laughs> try to even things out. <laughs> and that's the brand Haley's drinking champers. Champers, <laughs> champers, champagne. <laughs> We're not sure what it is. It's champers. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> this text here at 56789 says, I was in line at Disneyland with my family waiting to get on the car ride. Okay. Um, and they shut the entire ride down because Taylor Swift showed up and she wanted to ride it. Oh, they will shut rides down. Yeah. Oh. That's... I knew this because I was following Taylor Swift on Instagram. She posted a picture of her going on this car's ride. Then magically the ride got back up again and the regular folk could go on it. Oh. Well, Taylor Swift, that's a different level of celebrity. Yeah, that's a big Yeah, but like if you're waiting in line, those lines are ridiculous. So you're like hour, two and a half, three in line and Taylor's like, excuse me. Yeah. And the whole ride gets shut down. Now you're delayed even more. Yeah. Because a T-Swizzle needed a little ride on a car. Yeah, you watch her do it. Forget that. You go after hours, Taylor. But you can't have Tay-Tay in line for two hours. Why not? It'd be a a huge problem. It would be a stampede of people trying to get around her. But I'll read like Us Weekly periodically and they have a whole page. Uh Stars, they're just like us. Well, they go to Disney, Get in huh? line, Taylor. <laughs> Stars, they're just like us. No, they're not. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're shutting rides down. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, staying totally anonymous here. Hey, okay. uh, anonymous, how are you doing today? Hey, not so bad in yourself. Good, good. Hi. Um, according to my screen, you got into Club 33. What? You, you betcha. I'm the guy that texted in earlier oh, here. Oh, so okay. I got invited in a little bit through a friend here when I was pretty fun. Yeah. So what what, what goes on in there? Yeah, what? like where is it? How do you get in? Walk us through it. You know, so it's kind of the Louisiana area there of Disneyland. It's been years since I've went, but yeah. it's a little private doorway there. You kind of got to know where to push a button. Okay. They have a little buzzer to let you in. Yeah. Uh, from there, you'll go inside. There's a French lift to go up. It's a glass elevator. Oh. Uh, you're agreed to the flute of champagne. The food is very overpriced, but it is a lovely little place. What? You have to pay for oh, the why food? Why did you have to pay for the food? Luckily, I didn't have to, except for kind of the desserts and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's probably about 500 bucks a person to be in there. Oh. Certainly not cheap, but uh, hey, free booze is free booze. Sure, yeah. Did you see any uh, celebrities that were sitting in there? You know, I actually met Michael Bublé there and whatnot. So we, the reason I got in is, well, I'm now a PI. Back then I was doing executive security and just uh, bodyguard work. Oh, okay. Uh, you bet. So we were part of the security detail oh. with one client. Yeah, yeah. We had a few people there and whatnot, but it was uh, it was pretty wild and surreal to be in there. Yeah, that's cool. So you, you work security detail for, like, high-profile celebrities and stuff? 
once upon a time, so I'm, I'm a short, fat kid and whatnot. So what I did there, I'm kind of just the Intel guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's still, like, so cool. You're, so, you're not the muscle behind no, it. No, so what, what oh, did no. you do as Intel? Like, can you can you say? So I can't go into a lot of details here, but we'd be kind of analyzing online threats against them. If oh. we see anything out of the ordinary, that kind of fun stuff. Oh, and then you're uh, on and the there. We kind of be the lookout. You betcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. Were you able to, uh, the, the person that you were doing security for, were you able to walk through the Disneyland park with them? Uh, so in this case here, I was kind of back a little bit. Usually we keep it. Everybody here kind of scattered a little bit. Somebody right up close. I was one of the guys about 10, 20 feet away. Oh, Wow. Yeah, you're just your eyes fun. constantly on the person that you're watching, and then everyone you around. Yeah, Mickey Mouse here's turtle in hand and watching out to make sure you guys get beat up. Damn, big turkey leg in one hand just to blend in. Wow, that's Absolutely. so cool! Great. Oh, what a wild, exciting job! Yeah, it was a blast. I gotta say. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, Anonymous. Yeah, thanks, Anonymous. No worries. Have a great morning, you guys. Yeah, you too, man. Bye bye. All right, bye. That's a cool job. Cool, wow, right? Very cool. But he had a little earpiece too. Probably. Yeah. 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 So, so he so he's looked like, through. Look at the mullet wearing fella chewing on yeah. turkey leg. He's got eyes for buble. Yeah. <laughs> so he went online and like looked at all the threats against that person. Yeah, and then they looked for those. People. And then they looked for those people. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Mm. It's cool as hell. At yeah. Buble Hater sixty nine. See if he's at the park. <laughs> Can't stand Keep that jazz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Why is it named Club Thirty Three? Do we know why? What's what? what oh, let's see here. Is there a reason? Um. Uh, I don't have a reason. Was it like put in place 33 years ago? Apparently the money though, there's like that annual fee, that twenty twenty five thousand yeah. dollars There's also a $50,000 initial fee. I saw that. Just oh, to get in. God, just to get in. fees, man, they get oh. you. It's oh, like so getting a gym membership. According <laughs> to Disney, Club 33 is simply named after its address at 33 Royal Street, oh. New Orleans Square, oh, Disneyland. Boring. Oh. boring. Oh. Super boring. And I feel like uh, the way Anonymous described the private entrance, pretty uh, blasé. Well, he said a glass elevator. No, no, but just like the initial. He's like, you walk up to a door and push a buzzer. But a secret buzzer, that's pretty neat. I'm just going to start pushing stuff when I'm in Disneyland. Mm. (laughs) I don't know if that's good. (laughs) They've got jail there, right? Yeah, they do. Apparently. That's the word. They've got Disney jail. Mm -hmm. What do you got to do to get into Disney jail? Just like be like belligerent, racist. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Which happens at Disney. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, like if you like, I'm guessing if you fight. get into a fight, you'll yeah. go to Disney jail. The man handling the characters. Right. Put yeah. hands on Cindy. Top in a feel. Is Disney jail just where like you sit to like cool down, or do the cops? They like, probably zip you. Is zip it a big tie deal? To the chair. Yeah. And then like Goofy and Mickey Mouse come in. Yeah. And they grill you. See, that's the most ridiculous <laughs> With one thing. light hanging above your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you, is, have a, you have a Disney trial. You do the whole thing. Yeah. No, you Disney don't. Fight. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't. I think so. You guys are lying. No, there is no Disney court that you go There's to. There's Disney court. There's a big gavel, like the, a novelty size gavel. Of course, yes. No, <laughs> the real the it. real cops come and like deal with you, right? You're just oh, that, is that just like a placeholder? I don't know. Yeah, I think they just take you away, and then yeah, probably. I would imagine they just have their own cops. Imagine their own sort of jurisdiction. They had their own law up until recently. You don't want <laughs> yeah. when you're in Disney government. You don't want police walking through the grounds. That's right. A bad, that's a bad look for the happiest place on earth. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just a bunch of undercover people mm-hmm. wearing tourist gear. And they throw you in a holding cell until the cops yeah. show up. Although there was uh, like a couple months ago that big brawl that broke out at Disney. I remember that they were fighting for quite some time before anyone intervened. Yeah, that's right. Right. This text here says, how cool would it be if Disney jail put you inside the ride of the Pirates of the Caribbean? 
I think it would better be better. You stick them on the small world ride. Mm. They gotta sit there until torture they're, them. Serve their sentence. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sentence five hours. Oh it's a small world. <laughs> I never break any rules yeah. ever. No. Oh, someone said Mickey Mouse would be the judge. Yeah. Oh gosh. Hmm. Well, don't else. ever end up there. No, yeah. don't end up there. All right, the ultimate classic rock.com. It's a website that I guess people look at. Put together a list of the most hated rock songs and albums. And we're going to look at the songs this morning. And you guys let me know if you agree or disagree that these are the most hated rock songs. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number one, Aerosmith. Oh, which one? I don't want to miss a thing. I could stay no. away. This is the number one this most hated rock song. This is the number one most hated rock song. Is it just because it was so overplayed? Mm. I don't know. Is it because people are mad that it's like classified as rock? Probably. Because it was Aerosmith, but it's pretty mm. soft. It's oh. pretty soft rock. Mm. I love this song. Do you love it? It's beautiful. Ah, yeah, I danced with my junior high crush to this song at a dance. Oh. Yeah. No touching, though. Oh, there was touching. Those, oh, hands, oh <laughs> those hands start high and work their way down. Yeah. They do. Yeah. It was public school. They didn't care. Oh. You feel the top of the butt cheek. You're like, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Is it yeah. backlash from Armageddon? Are people Maybe. Too much. Can't handle it. PTSD from I think it's not rock enough. I think that's why people hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad song. The most hated rock yeah. songs, Aerosmith. Mm. I don't want to miss a thing. Coming in at number two, I never considered this to be a rock song. Yeah. So I'm surprised it's on the list. Number two, The Beach Boys with Kokomo. That's rock. a theme here. This is not rock. This is not rock. <laughs> no. This is like maybe like a yacht rock. Okay. No, not even. Uh, not yacht rock. Well, I guess it's not really. Oh, although when it kicks in, it's yachty. Yeah, but that's just because they're talking about like the ocean and stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, it's a terrible song. It's, yeah, this it's is a awful. terrible song. Yeah. It is. I don't know these like the ultimate classic rock.com website. Mm-hmm. Most hated rock song. I don't think there's any good Beach Boys. <laughs> oh, there's some great Beach Boys. No, nah, I don't like Beach Boys. Oh, I what? like Beach yeah, Boys. Yeah. There's some incredible Beach Boys. Mm. They never did it for me. Not even oh. as like a, if it comes on, it's a fun party song. Party song, yeah. yeah no. 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 <laughs> yeah, there's some great Beach Boys. This ain't it, but there's no. Because that song yeah. was off of the cocktail album, right? Yeah, yeah. Buddy. yeah that's right. Uh, number three for the most hated rock songs: Phil Collins with Sue Studio. Oh, I like this song. I'm going to guess it's not rock enough. Probably not. I don't remember the last time I heard this. Didn't somebody remake it? Like an alternative rock band? Oh, probably. Yeah. Got the saxophones? Yeah. Let's think of American Psycho. Mm. This has more rock than Beach Boys Coke. I agree. Right? But is it rock? I'm not a big uh, Phil Collins fan, yeah. but I respect the man. Yeah. But are Phil Collins fans not fans of this song? Is that why? Like, everyone has, like, their favorite artist. They're the one song they hated that catalog. Maybe. Yeah, big. Yeah. And is this it? I hear a guitar in there. I love oh, yeah. it. And a synth. Well, this kind of is rock in the 80s. Ah. Most hated. Yeah, this totally... This yeah. is rock. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, number four for the most hated rock songs... Billy Joel. Oh. We didn't start the fire. 
No, this is rock. Well, it's rock, but it's not good. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, I can understand why this one's not enjoyed. Oh, I bet, yeah. I bet it's one of those things like where if I knew all the words, I bet I'd love this song. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get to yell over it, the whole thing. The yeah, line, that's yeah. true. But I don't I don't know what's going on. Uh, I bet you if you did this at a karaoke bar, it would be a hit. Probably. It'd be a tough one. <laughs> yeah, this isn't your karaoke song go to. my karaoke. No. <laughs> you gotta know it. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you know better it. know it. <laughs> you gotta know it. Rock song? Yeah, your name. I think it's a rock song. This text here says, I'm still waiting for a rock song on this list. Oh. Yeah, because this sounds like it's straight out of the 80s. Yeah, like does. 80s rock. 80s rock. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's like he's speaking the song. Yeah, he's speaking it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Start the fire. You love it. They harmonize. Oh, they got all the makings right. of a rock song. In yeah, it's rock. Well, it's not great, but it's rock. Number four yeah. for hated rock song. Mm. And number five for the most hated rock song of all time, R.E.M. Shiny Happy People featuring Kate Pearson of the B-52s. <sighs> this is a rock song. I don't know if this is a rock song. This is a pop song. Is that because a lot of people have hate on for R.E.M.? No, I think a lot of people love R.E.M. Mm. Just not this R.E.M. I think this is pop. <laughs> I, I, I get why people don't like it. Because it's too happy. Happy. Yeah, it's, it's pop. It's pop. If this is, if I'm uh, flying solo in my truck and this comes on, I'm blasting it. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, turn it up. Why not? Also, if you're a rock station in like 1991, like you're playing this song. You, of course oh, you're playing this song. It's, it's, yeah, you it's rock. Yeah. You can debate whether it's good or not, but it's rock. Yeah. At least it's not number one hated. No, it's number five. I don't know if rock stations in the 90s were playing this. Oh, are you? Cla- like maybe like a softer rock station, but I don't think your like classic rock stations never rolled this. Oh, I think they well, were. It wasn't classic yeah. rock in 1990. Yeah. yeah, it was active rock. It was new. Yeah, this it was, was new all rock. new rock. I don't think you ever heard this on the bear. I'm sure at one point. Probably. Were they a thing in 1990? Yeah. The bear? Oh, yeah, yeah they're oh, yeah. huge. Yeah, I worked with a. Uh, Lady that had an old bear T-shirt from the nineties. Everybody at my well, high 90s, school. Nineties, but nineteen nineties. Everybody in my high school was like the bear rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so they probably play it now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> um, Michelle at five six seven eight nine says, "I love REM. I hate this song." Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Frankie says, "This is soft rock, not rock." Well, there you go. The top yeah. five most hated rock songs, according to the ultimateclassicrock.com website. Well, rock.com, you trust that. Yeah, rock.com, you <laughs> yeah, definitely you trust. trust. Yeah. Uh, by the way, some runner-ups there for most hated song. We Built This City by Starship, mm. Mr. Roboto by The Sticks, and Silly Love Songs by Paul McCartney and Wings. So. Yeah, Mr. Roboto by The Sticks, that, that's not rock. No, that's definitely pop. Yeah, that's for bottle rules. It mm. rules, but it's not yeah, a rock it rules. Song. Yeah, but I would not even cl- close yeah. put it to a rock category. But it made the list of most hated <laughs> rock songs. <laughs> so there you go. Sticks. This is nuts. Earlier this month, a woman in Australia got bit multiple times by a blue ringed octopus. Oh. 
Now, that's one of the world's most venomous animals. There's also no known anti-venom. So if you get bit by a blue ringed octopus, most people die from that. Oh, geez. Because there's no there's no counter to the venom that's running through your veins. When an octopus is biting you, is it biting you with their tentacles in the suction cups? Is that where the bite's happening or the mouth on the blob? Um, I'm going to say it's the it's the cups. Doesn't that make the most sense though That it would like wrap around you And then sting you through the cups I thought the cups were Like the cups in the arms Were just to like hold you And pull you in To that glove mouth <laughs> Yeah Oh me I don't know if it's she Either was, way I don't like them It does say she was bitten Bitten Twice on her abdomen The ocean oh. should be cleared of these <laughs> <laughs> Too smart. <laughs> I don't like them. Yeah, they open jars. Yeah, you could lock them in a jar. They can open the lid from inside. Ah. Yeah, they are. I'm just, I'm just trying to see if it was. Yeah, I don't know if it was the cups or its mouth. I think I would have a mini heart attack if I was like snorkeling or scuba diving and that came around the corner. You should actually, according to the story, you, oh, have, you okay, should, you should, you should die or try to get the hell out of there. Oh uh, man! Apparently, it's the mouth. It is the mouth. It's the, it's the mouth. And they're tiny. The oh, little, yeah. Oh, they have tiny mouths? No, no, the no, blue ring octopus. They're like little things. Oh, because really? Because apparently the, the octopus fell off her stomach in the ambulance. Oh. So it like attached Oh, it's a little buddy. Okay. By the way, there's been a big Ugh. history of people dying from bites from this octopus. Yeah. So it's news that this woman made it. So it is. It's big news that she made it. Not only did she make it. Yeah. But somehow doctors aren't sure why. But she had nothing more than a little bit of stomach pain, and that was it. Huh. We need to get Pedro Pascal to protect this woman. She's <gasps> like Ellie from Last of Us. She oh is like God, Ellie from Last of Us. She's immune to the oh. blue ring octopus. Jeez. Um, do you think she was playing with this? Because it's so tiny. Did no. it just float by and then she's like, oh, look at this. Do you remember we had that story in the news back in um, like two years ago? Yeah. Where that woman was online and she shared a video of herself holding the blue ringed octopus. Mm. And everyone was like, she put it on TikTok and right. everyone was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. that will kill you. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know. By the way, this is one of the only animals that is both venomous and poisonous at the same time. So you can't eat it and it can kill you. Yes. Uh, octopus specialist texted in too oh, says good. an octopus has six arms and two legs. So some of those tentacles are arms and some are legs. I guess so. Oh, they all look the same. Yeah. So I guess the front two are the arms. That's how you, that's how it gets you. You don't know which is which, which is going to yeah. hit you. Oh, and then the no. back, the back six are the legs. I guess. How oh. does nature decide when something gets like godlike powers? I don't know. Ah. Uh. Like, why this octopus? I have absolutely no he idea. He doesn't need the, enough venom to kill a man. No. Just have a little a little stinger, a little yauchi. Yeah, just a little yeah. poke or something. Yeah. yeah. Damn you, octopus. Yeah, damn you indeed. But I this, hope to see you on ice. But this got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> they are delicious. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they ever find out. Yeah. <laughs> what we've been doing. Mm -hmm. oh, no. Yeah, they find out we are. Because they do look really good on a pile of ice at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. We are screwed if they I don't, ever I find don't want out. Them, but <laughs> Someone says Squidward needs a chill pill. <laughs> it's true. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys. Um, this, of course, woman, she was bit by one of the most deadliest animals in the world, and she walked away with nothing more than a little stomach pain. The majority of people, like 99% of the people who are bit by this octopus die. Mm. That's just the way Holy it is. Crap. I know. So I want to know from you guys, did something horrible happen to you, and it actually 
you walked away unscathed or it wasn't nearly as bad as it should have been. Maybe even everybody around you was like, oh, my God, mm. that should have been way worse. Did you get tossed around by a bear? Yeah. Did and you I ever mean, get tossed around? How terrifying would that be? You can kind of throw Jeremy Renner into this, too. Like, sure. Yeah. 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 Like, it mm-hmm. should have been a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. You should have been dead. Mm hmm. Yeah. Maybe you took a lightning bolt. Maybe you took a lightning Just bolt. Carried on with your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to work. Right? <laughs> You're like, that's, that's insane. That was crazy. Maybe you, maybe you like rolled your vehicle and then you just like that vehicle that we had in the news just the other day. Oh, the Kia that uh, the took Kia. the tire on the road and, and flew in the air. Yeah, and the she they, walked out. Walked she away. just opened her door and was like, "Whoa, yeah, what happened there?" She had like minor injuries. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. This woman was bit by one of the most deadliest animals on the planet and had nothing more than a little bit of stomach pain. Mm-hmm. So I want to know from you guys, what happened to you? And it wasn't nearly as bad as it should have been. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, We're talking about the time that, um, you know, something went really wrong. And uh, you ended up walking away without a scratch on you. Like a lot of close calls, right? A lot of close calls. Yeah, you had a bad accident and you walked out. You're like, whew, that was crazy. Now we're talking about this because a woman in Australia was bit multiple times by a blue ringed octopus, one of the world's most venomous animals. As a matter of fact, it's both venomous and poisonous at the same time. There's also no known anti-venom. So most people die, like 98% of people who are bit by this octopus die. But somehow she's fine. And doctors aren't even sure why. All she had was a little bit of stomach pain, and that was about it. They're actually shocked mm-hmm. that she was able to walk away They're without like, any injury. should be dead. Right? Mm-hmm. These are pretty crazy. A lot of accidents, like car accidents that are coming in. Someone had posted a picture. It's, it's uh, gone on the app. There's so much coming in. Yeah. Uh, they had a crotch rocket accident. Yeah. And it oh, looks God. like it flew off a road, tumbled through a ditch and into the bush. And they said they just walked away with a little scuff. Like, that is wild. And you look at the picture of the crotch rocket. Like, it's it's destroyed. Oh, when, my god! When that happens, you walk away from that uh, insane accident. You walk away from the bite of the blue octopus. Yeah. Are you... Now out of luck, or because everyone's like, you got to buy a lottery ticket, or did like, did you just use up all of your luck? Are you are you now out of luck for the rest know. of your life, I, or oh. are you Mister Lucky? Yeah, I don't know. I think you're Mister Lucky. You think you still got more in there? I th- I think you just that's your that's your awakening of like I'm a lucky. Is it like ever? <laughs> is it like three times you got luck three times no. or seven times? What's the cat? Nine lives. I think it's cat. through your whole life. Yeah. Cats get nine lives. What do humans get? Mars says three lucks. <laughs> I think it's all of it. I think your whole life you're lucky. Oh, I so that's, wish. that's just the start of it. That's yeah. not the end of your I luck. I think that's your awakening to oh, how on. lucky you are. So this triggers your first lucky situation yeah. triggers many more crazy situations where you're still going to be lucky. Yeah. You're, oh. luck you're basically invincible is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, I think oh. so. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Yadik, how you doing? Morning, Crash. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, you ended up in a car accident, right? Yeah, my very first car, just uh, being young and dumb. Oh, no. How bad? So, so chain of events, went to a late night party, and then on my way driving home, feeling really groggy, almost falling asleep on the wheel, deer comes in front of the car. Yep. So, obviously, you try to avoid the deer. Yeah. I jump over a fence into, like, a large bush, like like, pretty much the brush of trees. Okay, yeah, yeah. The entire right side of my car is gone. <gasps> oh my gosh! I walk away with the rash from the seatbelt. Oh, that was it. That wow, that is crazy. Just that seatbelt <laughs> rubbed you. Yeah. Thank God. 
Holy crap. So, when the car finally landed and like came to a, a screech and halt, were you just like, do all your body checks, move your fingers, move your toes? You're like, wow, that's crazy. Well, I, I, I pretty much passed out out of shock, I believe. And then I mm. woke up, called my dad and said, hey, I'm like a kilometer down the road. Can you come get me? Yeah, look for the wow. skid lines off the road. You are lucky. Jeez. Yeah. You're very lucky. No kidding. All right. Okay. Thanks, Yadik. Thanks, Yadik. No worries. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank God for cars and frames of cars and airbags. Seatbelts. Yeah. And seatbelts. It yeah. sounds like he did get a bad rash, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Seat belt rash. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it didn't quite save so, well, It could have been a lot worse. Oh, yeah. And that's what we want to know. We want to know what could have been a lot worse. Maybe you walked away from something where everyone around you was like, Wow, you yeah. are lucky. Like you should be dead. Yeah. Or severely injured. Or yeah. Uh seven eight oh four eight down for six six nine. Justina, hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Good morning. Yeah, good, good morning. morning. Um, something almost took you out, right? Yeah. So um, maybe eight years ago or so, I was working at the airport with a friend, and we were carpooling together, and we left at the end of our shift. It was one of those really bad windstorms, like the ones we had a couple of them around that year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they were the ones where things were being tossed around that shouldn't have been. Like trampolines mm. and swing sets and things oh, like that. All your standard uh, stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, standard windstorm, you know. And we go around the corner to go towards the employee parking lot, and she's kind of hiding behind me to use me as a windbreak because I'm taller. Yeah. And I didn't see it. She noticed it at the split second, pulled me out of the way. And one of those three-fab sheds, that the hotel airport had set up. Oh, like, a, like a garden shed. Yeah. yeah. And they'd had it set up just against the side of the building. It was just sitting there. It wasn't nailed in. And the wind picked it up, broke it into all the different pieces. Yeah. And those pieces were flying at us as we walked huh? around. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like shrapnel Holy coming at you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if she saw it or if it was a sixth sense yeah, or yeah. something, but... <laughs> She got us to duck just in time, or we might have had our heads knocked off. Well, yeah, oh, for sure. The flying shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A wall of a shed or the whole shed that can do some massive damage on you. Oh my yeah, gosh, that's yeah. crazy. The next morning we came in and there were pieces at the dock, pieces in the parking lot, pieces <laughs> all over. Holy! Then two crap. weeks later, it was back up with nails holding it to the wall. Now. Oh wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they secured it now. Oh, that's <laughs> nuts! Uh, you literally dodged a shed. Okay, thanks, Justina. Thanks, Justina. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. My God. I should do some damage. Yeah. Dan in Beverly at 56789 says, I crushed my hand between two pieces of concrete. Pro, pro tip, don't try to catch falling concrete. Oh, no. I thought my hand was broken, but they removed my hand that was lodged in between, and it turns out I had a few scrapes. That's it. Holy crap. Unbreakable hand. You're like Bruce Willis from yeah. 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 Is it just because like uh it's just natural like a natural reaction? To go for just it? To yeah, it? go for it. Yeah, reach it. That's why we tend to grab things that are burning hot too. Is your hand does that mean like there's a there's a greater calling for your hand? Like if your hand survives that, if you survive a flying shed, the blue octopus is kissing. Yeah, yeah. Like do you just go back to your regular like do you just come into the radio station every day after that? You shouldn't. Yeah. Or do you like there's something better for you out there? You're being saved this for something. This hand might be a surgeon hand. 
It's being uh, wasted here. Yeah, don't waste. Yeah, don't waste mics on him. Yeah. Pushing oh, buttons, <laughs> playing commercials. This hand maybe should be doing heart surgery. What about the brain matches the hand? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. problem. Yeah, I guess yeah. You might need that. All, all the pieces. Right, 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 all right. the pieces have to fit together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey, how you doing? I'm good yourself. Hi. Right. Doing fantastic. Um, what's this? You ended up getting into a couple wrecks. Yeah, I got uh, one. I was passenger in a semi. Um, the guy misses gears going uphill. So in this hill, you got to go like from seven to five to three in a hurry. Okay. I uh, end up stopping going up, and uh, I told him to hold on to the steering wheel because we're gonna flip it on my side, and he did. Um, I had this weird feeling to get into the back of the bunk, and uh, when I went to go move, a tree came through the roof. What? And uh, crushed my leg, and I was pinned for about an hour and 45 minutes before the firefighters came. Oh. And if I didn't move, uh, that tree would have went through my stomach. Oh, jeez. So, like, a little pin, a pinned leg there yeah. is, was nothing. Something told you just kind of move Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, on the second one, which was my fault, um, <laughs> I passed out at the wheel. Uh-oh. And I uh, was doing about, uh, I would say, 105, and I uh, passed out, I hit the ditch. I tried to keep it straight, but uh, my legs ended up turning the steering wheel. Yeah. And I ended up flipping it on the passenger side. Oh. Uh, when it came around to the highway again, it flipped it on the driver's side. Oh, my God. Uh, I got knocked out in, in it. How, how big of a uh, ride? I woke up, and I looked at myself. I could see every bone in my hand. Um Oh. Well, this sounds like it was as bad as it should well, have been. it could been. have been death. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. That's crazy. So I looked and I was like, I'm not going to get pinned in a semi again. So I decided to uh, just try to get out. And thankful for a trucker coming by just to see if anyone was inside. Yeah. He uh, pulled his head in, saw me. And then um, he's like, yeah, buddy, there's no way we can get you out. You're going to have to wait for the, uh, for the fire emergency. Right. Holy crap. And oh, you, crazy. Yeah, and you did this your second time. That was a semi as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. man. Well, I'm glad you're here to tell the story, yeah, Corey. Yeah, me too, Corey. Yeah, thanks have for sharing a great day. Hi, you too. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. This text here says, it's crazy you guys are having this conversation. On this day in 2018, I was snowboarding in France with low visibility, and I fell off a cliff off the side of the mountain. I free fell for what felt like five minutes. I thought for sure this was the end of everything. I couldn't see anything, and then I landed. I walked away with nothing but a bruised tailbone. We went back the next day when the clouds had clear and it was sunny, and it was about an 80-foot fall. Oh, man. Yeah, you, with 80 feet, there's enough time to think that you're dead. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow, you lucky. You are so yeah, lucky. that you didn't catch a tree, a rock, or anything. Yeah. Jeez. Also, you got to learn French next time you go to France, because you got to read them signs. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, yeah, my what's God. what's French for Cliff? you got to read them signs. Yeah. Oh, Cliff. <laughs> uh, James, how you doing? Oh, good, good. Excellent. Awesome. Um, you, you had a situation where it could have ended, like, really terribly. Yep. In yeah. fact, RCMP here in Manitoba told me that when uh, a few years ago, my brand new motorcycle I bought, a big V twin, 126 horsepower. Nice. I was driving at about 70 or 80 k. Yeah. It wasn't that I struck a deer. A deer hit me. Oh right no! Yeah, yeah. It, it destroyed 
the signal light dented the tank, hit my shin, uh, <sighs> broke this, the rear fiberglass tail bag, demolished the license plate, the rear uh, signal lights. Swung midair yeah. around the back side of my bike, landed on the other side of the highway, and my brother's behind me on another motorcycle, oh. and he said he wished he had an action camera to, to view all this. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was horrible. Did you but, lay it out? No. I what? stayed upright. Man, my, my <laughs> arms locked what? up. How did you keep the bike upright? <laughs> Holy crap. Well, when, when I called, when I called Lars CMP about the, about the, uh, the dead deer on the highway, yeah. she asked me, she said, are you kidding me? She said, you're staying upright. I said, yeah, I said, I locked my arms. The front wheel oh. wobbled. Yeah. Yeah. You had a little bit of a wobble. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But wow. I kept it upright, and I just, you know, I kept. Uh, I like I've driven bikes before, so you don't apply any brakes. You just let it glide to this to the side of the road. Yeah. And I stopped, and I'll tell you, I was using expletives under that helmet. I <laughs> bet. And you were fine, like not not a scratch on you. All I had was a was a bruised, a lightly bruised shin. That was wow. it. Because when I when I got back to my my brother's cottage, I I took my the the gear off. I looked. I had a bruised shin, but huh. I was fully geared up. Holy wow. crap! You're lucky. Yeah, that is that a lucky time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, yeah. James. Thanks, James. Yeah. And guys, hey, you, you four. I watch your show every day. A friend oh. told me about it. I'm from Winnipeg, and I love the the humor oh. you have about Winnipeg. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. I'm from there, so Crash, Crash is yeah, from well, there, Crash, so you. you Get it, you get it right on. <laughs> yeah. We feel like we have some sort of license to kind of crap all over you guys in Winnipeg, yeah, but yeah. we love you. Yeah. We do. We, yeah, we love you. I love you guys, too. You, you guys do a great show. Oh, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Watch James. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Take Bye. care. Okay. Bye. Okay. What a time. That's crazy. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, uh, when I had my crotch rocket. Well, I that's imagine, where you were riding it, too, was I, yeah, in yeah. Manitoba. I could not imagine a deer smoking the side of me. I, that's why I, I said, did you lay it out? And I, I feel like that's just what happens. I would imagine, right? Right, yeah. yeah. They'll take a car off the road. Yeah. Let alone someone on a bike. Because I'm overly dramatic when I get a bee in my helmet. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a bee. Like, a, that's a bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, right. Whoa. <laughs> the damage it can do. <laughs> this text here at 56789 says, Hey, guys, when I was young, I got kicked square in the chest by a pony. I was only six. Mm. The kick sent me flying backwards, landing on my back and gasping for air. I remember trying my hardest not to cry, even though I was told specifically not to stand behind the pony. I was six and I stood behind the pony. Mm. I had... Two hoof-sized bruises on my chest, but I was completely fine. Not a broken bone, nothing. Even a six-year-old had that pride. Because you, you can cry from a horse kick, but not a pony. Not a uh, pony. Not a pony. <laughs> but don't stand behind the ponies, I guess. Don't stand behind a pony. <laughs> uh, here, let's throw one more in. Uh, Sarah, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing Hi. pretty good. Uh, something happened to you that uh, should have ended uh, oh. terribly, right? Oh, goodness, yes. Um, yeah. When I was 14, I was crossing the street legally. I had everybody stopped and just about made it to the other side, and the guy just decided he didn't want to wait anymore. Yeah. Swerved out and hit me dead on <gasps> in the rib. No. Oh, my gosh. And I don't remember exactly what happened. I was knocked out, but I woke up skidding backwards on my face about 50 feet away from where oh, I got hit. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, it was insane. My adrenaline was going, so I didn't know if I had any, you know, damages or not. My shoe is missing. I'm not going to lie. I punched the guy in the face. Well, yeah, yeah the immediate reaction, of course. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, was, it was bad. So I get to the hospital, and, of course, I mean, like, my face is completely shredded. Yeah. I've got road rash. But the only thing that actually was, like, a quote-unquote long-term issue was I just lost 
feeling in my left knee from nerve damage. Huh. But that's but, it. Yeah. I will- I mean, that's, that's it. not, I it's not great. Totally yeah, but, fine. but no broken bones, no nothing. You, you're like, no, you're, no concussion. You have full mobility of your body. Like you're able to, to live and work and. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just have nerve damage in my left knee. So I just, I can't feel that. But yeah. other than that, I'm totally fine. Sarah, wow. after this uh, incident, after, uh, after you're like, wow, that's crazy. You should have went into like being a stuntman. Obviously, your body is is ready for it and built for it. You're working with like Tom Cruise and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like barrel this. rolling out of yeah. cars and stuff. That's cool. Sarah gets up. She's like uh, totally cool. Sarah's cool as hell. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, wow. I was. Oh, go ahead. scared to cross the street for um, oh, 133 bet. now, and I'm still terrified. I so bet. Oh. work is not for me. But yeah, yeah, I hear ya. Jeez. that's crazy. Yeah, well, I'm glad you lived to tell the tale. Thanks me for sharing too, that. Sarah. Gosh, me too. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a great day, guys. Yeah, you, you too. too. Bye bye. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. For those of you who are thinking about donating blood, uh, maybe you want to be more like this Alberta woman. She is now on her way to setting a Guinness World Record. Her name is Josephine Michaluk. She's 76 year old from Penhold in central Alberta, and she recently donated blood for the 203rd time oh in my Red God. Wow. Wow, good for her. Isn't that incredible? A uh, little side note um, Is there a difference between. Young blood and old blood. No crash. Okay, I don't, know, I don't know. No, <laughs> it's all blood. It's all blood, but there must be like when you take old blood, the blood goes. <laughs> when you're standing up from a chair. Also, now back pain. My knees hurt. <laughs> no, I'm bitching about everything. <laughs> no, they clean it all up. They run it through okay. their system. So no, that's, a, that's huge. She made her first donation in 1965 while going with her sister, uh, who was also donating. She says she does about. Five donations a year. She's earned a number of certificates from Canadian Blood Services for smaller milestones. But she thinks that no one has donated as many times as her and has reached out to the Guinness Book of World Records to recognize her feat. Oh, well, I hope uh, I hope she can get in. Me too. I hope they're able to do that because that's pretty incredible. I should probably donate more I should blood. too. I should Everyone donate should. Because I honestly, should. I honestly don't remember the last time I did. Yeah, like if you're not worried about needles and it's nothing for you, just yeah. go do it. And I got stovepipes. They connect me, and the bags are filled within. Oh. Like I'm in and out in no time. Also known as high blood pressure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like like you spider. <laughs> 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 but yeah, those bags are like. Let's put another one on. Ding. Yeah. Yeah. Look at her. Look at all these certificates. Look at the life amazing? she saved. Yeah. When you donate blood, does it stay here, or oh. does it travel across the country? Travel across the world. I think it probably, yeah, probably mainly the country, but yeah, I guess. They're shipping, the shipping bird of blood out east? I have no idea. Do you have a problem with that? No, no, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I, was just I don't curious, want to like, save lives in Ontario. <laughs> there's just a lot of, there's a chance, like, she's run into people yeah, yeah, whose yeah. lives she's Yeah, potentially, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, good for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't donate anymore. Why? Why? Low iron. I got put on medication. Oh, no. Oh. What if yeah. you go uh, a week of eating steak? Yeah, it's taken me three years to get my iron levels back up. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, you gotta watch it. You're sleeping so much. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. The iron like window, I guess, is like between twelve and three hundred. I was at seven. Oh. Oh wow! Yeah, no, you can't do that. Then. My God, how are you conscious? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, caffeine. I got here. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been on uh, iron medication for three years now from it. Huh. Yeah. Wow. If a blood truck showed up, would you give your blood? Oh, yeah, if one pulled up so here. So it's convenience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, 
Well, yeah. I hate to admit it, but yeah, it's it convenience. Yeah, yeah, total convenience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, bless you, blood donors. Our old uh, engineer, Shani, RIP. He was a real donor. He's not dead. He's alive. Dead to us. He was, I think he was damn near 50. Wow. Like, donations. Yeah. Yeah, not, not age. No. He would, I, I felt like uh, every time I was chatting with him, he's like, donated blood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like he waited for the window because I think there's a little bit of a window. Yeah. And as soon as that window was open, boom, more blood. Didn't yeah. he do marrow one day too? Yeah, he he's, yeah, he's a good man. Wow, that's yeah, he incredible. Is a, yeah, he's a solid individual. He's better than us. Yeah. Do, do you guys know your blood type? Yeah. No. Uh, I have a card. Ooh, what's card say? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of the rarer ones. Ooh. Oh, is it? Yeah, which I I should be giving more blood. Are you sure? It I is. thought you were like straight That's up exciting. O. But you have no idea what I am. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were straight up O. Because I'm no. O positive. Yeah. Huh. I'm positive. Yeah. You're positive. sure about that? Yeah, super mm, positive. Super positive. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know where. I think the card's in my old wallet. It should be on our licenses. Yeah, it should. Or can so they, they just, know? Is it like a quick? I'd imagine, like, if I didn't, let's say something tragic happened. Yeah, yeah. And I go to the hospital and I don't know my blood type, like, they can figure it out, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Would it be on that uh, Alberta Health app? I don't know. Oh, I don't do know. We, do we need to know? Like, what do I need to know for? For the know. situations like this. But they'll, they know. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they would know right away. They yeah. probably, like, spin it right away and they're like, oh, you're this, right? Or is it like a. Oh yeah, that's a oh yeah, that's a B negative. Mm. Mm, it is not in my healthcare records. No, nah, they don't put it in there. Like it's such not a simple thing see. to just put in there. Mm. Also, yeah, mm-hmm. but for what? For unless you need a transfusion. But they don't ask you. Well, maybe because uh, what if you were wrong? Maybe yeah, you should test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, just well, take your word for it. Jim <laughs> <Just> said. <laughs> uh, this text here says, "I'm 29 years old. I'll be doing my 43rd donation this month. Woo! I have nice. low iron as well." But I take a multivitamin, diet, oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, shade. Damn. 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 Yeah, getting Haley. <laughs> That's right. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'm, I'm too weak to fight back. Yeah, yeah, she's still tired. Yeah. <laughs> what is the... I'm a, I'm a terrible, selfish person. Uh-huh. I've never donated blood. Uh-huh. What is the protocol like what is the what happens well you go in yeah you, you sit out in the chair uh, well, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah i'm not uh, going uh, <laughs> <laughs> too much I fill out a form fill out a form i and sit then down you yeah. wait and yeah, then, they, then they call you they, they tie me off <laughs> yeah oh, uh, connects the bags yeah. and then you're drip 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 and then you get a cookie or juice box how long am i with uh door to door what's my time about 20 minutes that's I, it well, i think yeah. it varies do you got very slow blood i don't know i don't know about my blood i've kept all my blood yeah, it's, it goes pretty quick. I don't know. I, I didn't find that it was... Well, you can't leave right away either. you got to sit there so that's you don't what pass I mean, out. Like, how long am I sitting for? Oh, yeah. five minutes. Oh, that's it? Have a cookie and then leave. Five that's, minutes? you probably yeah. got to commit half an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, half an hour in, in and out if you're not waiting to get in a chair. Mm. Where are we giving blood? Uh, hospital? Like, we got to go to a hospital for it? Yeah. No. So then I got to park? Yeah, there's a U of A. They have a blood clinic. Oh. So I got to pay for parking? Nope, it's free if you're donating blood. Oh, how so do you, they do? Oh, hold on. You got to go. <laughs> so the way, <laughs> There's a little sign-in book. So you uh, write down your uh, license plate number, yeah. and then they uh, they won't ticket you if you're parked there donating blood. Oh, okay. Yeah, we used to go a couple times. Hmm, wow. And that's where you go. Mm-hmm. Is, is that the only spot in town? There must be like. I think there's a few. I'm sure there's a van or something. But the U of A one was the closest for us. Yeah. I just Googled that the U of A is the one that for Canadian blood services yeah. is the one that comes up. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, guys, when I donated blood, my pump time was three minutes. I was in and out in 15. Oh, that oh was, I beat your pump time. That was about what Crash <laughs> Crash was about a five minute pump. It was He was fast. Oh, no. Three minute pump right here. <laughs> 
Do you watch the blood leave your body? I do. Yeah. And fill oh, yeah. the sack. Yeah. Oh, you can oh, yeah. see it. Oh, I can see it's not the sack. curtained off. No. No. No, it's hanging right on the side of yeah, you. Yeah, it's just like out of your arm, and then it, there's a you blood sack. You look in the sack. bag, and you're like, sweet. Oh. Have That's you not had the doctor take blood in a while? No, I've kept all my blood. Oh. Blood stays with me. It's my blood. Well, if they're taking blood, though, they're only taking vials. They're not filling bags. Yeah, yeah. but you can, you, like, when they did all my blood, like, I've had a lot of blood yeah, taken. Yeah, they took vials. But you watch it, like, spurt up oh, into yeah. the vial. Spurt? Yeah, it spurts. Goes. Oh. Is it supposed to be spurting? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> goes in there pretty quick, so it kind of, like, splashes the sides of the vial, and also, then it fills up. It also really spurted when she ripped out the needle out of your arm. <laughs> it sure did, yeah. And oh. then it went all over my pants, and I thought I peed myself, but I was just covered in blood. Oh. Well, that could be... I don't, you might be becoming a woman. <laughs> no, I know what that is. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I didn't know the art. Yeah, that was all over my butt and my legs. Uh, Wrong spot. Well, <laughs> yeah, that was just because things got a little out of control with my blood. Apparently, yeah. they got cookies by George. Oh, yeah. cookies by clip. George. Remember yeah. them? I do. They used to come by all the time. Oh, it was the best. Oh, uh, I used to act like really faint, and I'd take two. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good move. I need the sugar. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right, I'm not necessarily a big like risk taker when it comes to putting my body in you know certain situations. Some of you <laughs> might know me as Missionary Mars, but whatever. Yeah, she doesn't want to get too wild. But I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> do this. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau took a big leap of faith this weekend but it had nothing to do with politics or policy. Instead he bungee jumped off of Canada's tallest bungee jumping platform. Yeah, like what are you doing? He did it for his son's birthday. 60 meter tall bungee platform at the Great Canadian Bungee in Chelsea, Quebec. Shouldn't there be some stipulation where the Prime Minister of Canada can't put himself in like this much danger? That's not dangerous. That's what they oh, say. Yeah. I know. I would never do it. You think. I think it's terrifying. Video posted to social media by Great Canadian Bungie shows Trudeau psyching himself up before he crosses his arms in front of his chest and then dives headfirst oh. into the lagoon below. I'm not a bungee jumper. You can even hear him yell out as he takes the plunge. Mm-hmm. There's no freaking way I could do that. I wish I could. Like, I bet you it's exhilarating. Yeah. The company said that he was there to support his two eldest children, Xavier and Ella Grace, because they were doing their own jump. So dad was going to do it one as well. He, uh, he jumped it good. He jumped it. He died. Yeah. He, like he, he was it. on yeah. that platform for seconds and then just. And just bombed like, off. I would have had a couple more minutes to think about it. I yeah. think that's what you got to do when you bungee jump, though, is not take those minutes to think about it. Someone would have to shove me. Because I'd be like, are you eh, sure? And then, Someone would have to push you? They would have to push me I off. Think, I, I think you'd like, surprise yourself. I feel like my legs wouldn't let me, or my brain, there, there'd be a disconnect like the, where my legs wouldn't move. They'd be like yeah. concrete. It'd be a tough conversation to have with yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm going to leap from this platform. Yeah, you idiot. Has he jumped before? Because <laughs> he really did handle it pretty Yeah, he did. Calm. He must He must be. Uh, I couldn't have been his first. Have you bungee jumped? I've never bungee jumped. Would you do it? I would. Yeah. Well, yeah, you jumped out of a plane, though. Well, I, I, that was that was still me. Like, uh, oh, you're, I was excited to do it. I wanted to skydive. Yeah, yeah. But I did that buddy one where I had, like, the yeah, instructor the on my back. Yeah. And so he was the one that, like, drug us to the door and then just... I guess, yeah. He's not going to let himself yeah, die. I, so. I, but I didn't make the call. But like, okay, let's go now. Like, yeah. they don't ask you when you're ready. You just go. Oh, they God. just drag you out of the plane. Yeah, Gingy by himself didn't sit on the edge yeah. of the plane no, and like, hang on to the bar. Yeah, and like, that'd ball. be a tough thing to wrap your head around. Yeah. What would you do if you're on the plane, doors open, you see the ground way yeah. down there, uh -huh. and he leans into your ear, and he's like, I'm having a bad day. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You do not want to hear that. <laughs> oh. He checks his phone. He's like, that bitch left me. 
That bitch. <laughs> Ripping into your heart. I'll see you in hell, honey. Worst day ever. Was there there ever a moment where you thought to yourself, what if the shoot doesn't open? Did that ever cross your brain? Uh, Yeah. When like we first went there, Rach surprised me for my birthday and like, because I'd want to talk about wanting to go, but like then once you're doing it, yeah, it's like a little different, but they're also those uh, fly boys and girls. They're also like calm and cool. Yeah, because they, they, that's their thing. Like, it was it was really like point break. Like, when we were about to go up on the plane, me and my instructor, the Pelicans, oh. I was like, we got room for four more if anyone else wants to ride. Oh. And there's just like people hanging out the hangar, like, I'll jump, like, I'll jump. Yeah. And they just go and like grab a chute and throw it on their back and like Jeez. hop in the plane. Wow. Oh They're also casual about it. It made me feel confident. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, because you don't want to see people wincing, like, ooh, scry- like crying. I don't, know, I don't want to go again. <laughs> like, get out of the goddamn plane. Like, <laughs> yeah, they were just, they're just so, they're so uh, confident in their. They're not afraid of anything. It's sort of infectious. Wow. That you you trust in them. So you you 100% trusted. You had no doubt whatsoever that you and your flyboy were going to jump out of the plane. The chute was going to deploy. Yeah. And it was all going to be good. You had faith in them. Hmm. You never once in free fall thought, what if this is it? If I was, if you did that solo jump... And you had to like pull your own. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think that'd be that'd be a lot scarier. Because it's mm-hmm. all about it's all you. Yeah. And then if you start into a spin, like what do you do? What You're do controlling do? everything. What if I pull the cord that detaches my parachute from my back? Like what oh. if I do the wrong thing? That's nuts. Oh. I would never. No. I can tell you this right now. I would absolutely never skydive. Yeah, it's crazy. I'd rather put my life in someone else's hands yeah, than yeah, do yeah, it myself. Yeah. I know. Oh yeah. They're the trained ones. The I, don't, I don't want to be responsible for my own yeah, death. Yeah. Exactly. Because I will mess something up. Yeah. Let Hayden get some money from this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Have you bungee jumped, Haley? Oh God, no. Mm. No, me no. neither. You can barely get me up in a tall building. Oh, yeah. I would not yeah, bungee do jump or heights. skydive. No, mm. absolutely not. We I'm, were at the water park recently. Yeah. Uh, they, still they still have got the, like, bungee? the bungee tower there, but are they still like offering? I don't know bungee jumping. I don't know. Because I, like, I remember the someone saying it was closed down for a while. Yeah. I don't know if it was just a COVID thing or, yeah, is, uh, is a bungee jump at the mall still open? And is that um, the only place in town, too? Bungee? Probably. Can you not bungee off the bridge? Oh, I don't think so. They don't, don't have bungee guys that go out there and do it every now and again? So. No, I don't think so. All the bridges uh, have big cages on them. No, I thought that, uh, yeah, I could be thinking of something else. There was a time, like, when, like, there was, like, a bungee peak, I feel like, like, maybe, like, late 90s. Mm. The X yeah. Games were a big thing. And oh, they yeah. just, like, have cranes set up in cities. Yeah, that's bungee true. off of. I think I would bungee if there was, like, a big mesh underneath. Oh, a coward's bungee. A coward bungee, yeah. You huh. would do that, like, I'd like that. That Trudeau bungee looks good. That I don't know how they do that either, where, like, they have the rope just long enough to dip your hands into the I water. I know! And how do they know? Like, people, everyone weighs a different weight. Yeah, because for him, his head just like skimmed the water. Oh, and they like, they like got his hair wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I'll put the video up. There yeah, again. I just found the World Water Park website. Yeah. It looks like they still have the zip line open, but I don't know if they do the bungee jumping anymore. Yeah, people oh, okay. are saying no, it's now zip lining. Oh, uh, so it's a zip line platform. Well, that's too different. You can still oh. see like, because I saw that zip line, mm-hmm. saw them flying across the the wave pool, but they're yeah. still like higher up. There's that big like bungee platform. Huh. I wonder if they just never got rid of it. Maybe. Maybe keep it yeah, in just case leave it, it comes back. Yeah. When it becomes cool again. Yeah. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, Hey, guys, I'll, I jump out of planes all the time. Skydiving is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I would never in a million years bungee jump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, people so are you, saying it's... So you skydive, but you wouldn't bungee. Why? Is it more dangerous? Is, uh, it, is it the parachute is your... Well, it might be literally because, like, if you're skydiving, like Ginge, uh, you got the tandem. Someone else is controlling everything. Right. 
It feels just a lot more safer. Unless oh. unless this uh, guy or gal is going out on their own. Mm-hmm. I wonder historically what is safer. Uh, I don't know. God, I was watching this YouTube video the other night. This group of people went bungee diving, uh, bungee diving at night. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know were, what would be better, night or day. It looked like they were off this like like uh, like think of like a massive dam mm-hmm. in like Switzerland. Yeah. Okay. And it was they they set it up and they had the spotlights at the top, but as the people stood on the platform and like they had they would hook you guys the hook, hook hook everybody up to the bungee stuff and they say do a nice big swan dive. Yeah. And the camera panned down into where the 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 oasis. Yeah. Black like a black hole. And so these guys would go and you'd see them. They'd go, whoa! And they'd jump off and most people would scream and then you'd just see the rope trail and you'd lose sight of them. And you don't know when the ground is going to hit you. As as they bungee jump beside this dam in Switzerland. It was a wild video. And like 24 people did it in a row. They were trying to do some record. Yeah, that is a lot. Uh, Yannick, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? Good, good. Um, You actually uh, did the bungee jumping at West Ed, right? I did, yeah, a few years back. I think it was 2005 or so. Oh, okay, nice. yeah, yeah. How'd that go? Were you terrified? I was terrified, absolutely. The worst part is my buddy and I went together, and it was a challenge because I have a pretty good fear of heights. Oh, and he's God. like, come on, we've we got to conquer this fear for you. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, yeah, sure, why not, right? Let's do it. So we head out there, and they upsold us on a combo where you do the king swing, they called it. Yeah. And then you do the bungee jump. So we go up there, and he's like, "Can you go first? You do the king swing. That'll warm you up so that you're ready to do the bungee jump afterwards." Yannick, what is the king swing? Like, what is that? The king swing, you're just sitting in a harness, and then they they unclip you or they they drop you from a platform, and then you swing across the pool more or less. Oh my god! Okay. So you kind of swing you you swing down, but you're sitting as opposed to launching yourself off into a bungee jump. So you're just sitting there, they release you, you kind of fall down a little bit, and then you swing out, and then you swing back, like a a massive swing. And that's to warm you up. That's to warm you up. But so here's the catch. These guys are are having a field day with me because they're like, okay, sit down, we're going to clip you in, and then we're going to check all your clips. So then the first guy's like, okay, clip one, and he's talking to some guy at the back. He's like, check, good. Clip two, yeah, good. Clip three. Oh, hold on a second here. Like, we're just going to call you up. We have to fix this clip here before we let you go. What? And then within a split second, they let me go. Oh, oh no, no. Sandra, They no. tricked you. No. I, I, I screamed like a... Well, you can imagine. I just oh. screamed my legs out. And I'm looking down at the pool after I realized that I had actually swung to the bottom and was actually still in the hardest and hadn't fallen down to the water. And I was like... This, Beyond, like yeah, just done. yeah. I was like, oh my god, what did you guys do to me? Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. So after the swing, did you end up doing the bungee jump? I did actually. Yeah. You did good for yeah. you. Yeah, that one was was crazy too, just because I yeah. There's no way I was going to stand on the ledge because they tell you to stand at the with your tippy toes at the ledge and just let yourself drop oh. head first. And I was like, there's no oh. way I'm doing that. And you did it. So like. Well, I, I ended up walking off the platform, so I convinced myself that I could do that. And they're like, just uh, they're like, close your eyes. You can do that. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I just did a little trot towards the end, and then I'm just like, okay, here goes nothing. And oh. I just walked right off. Yeah, and yeah. I bet you it's over before you even know it. It was, yeah. yeah. You know what? It was exhilarating. It actually did help me for a while there with my, my fear of heights. Like, sure. after that, I was a little more comfortable being near ledges and, and being on higher ground and whatnot. But, yeah, yeah it was... I don't know if I'd do it again, but it, it was fun. <laughs> you can say you've done it. That's a neat yeah, experience. Yeah, what a neat experience. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thanks, Yannick. Yeah, you bet. Okay, bye-bye. Have a great day.
And here's the thing. I don't even have a fear of heights, and I would not do what Yannick did. Mm. And he's doing that with a fear yeah. of heights. That's wild. It's wild on the warm-up. You think you just like want to get it done, right? Yeah, like just just jump off the platform, yeah, whatever. Yeah, just get her, just get her done. Do a it. one and done kind of deal. Uh, Jamie, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. Uh, you've actually done skydiving and bungee jumping. Which would you say is more terrifying? So there's different mechanics in play. For, and I was I was the same way as the other texter earlier. At first, I was like, I'll only skydive and I'm not interested in bungee jumping. And here was my logic. If something goes wrong, I'm not hopefully a paraplegic. I'm just, see, I, you know what I had? I went out with a bang, I'm done. Oh, jeez. I, terri- I was terrified of something going wrong on... on, on on bungee jumping okay. and, uh, and, and not being able to walk again. Oh my God. These are the <laughs> thoughts going through your head to how you it. justify one or the other. But then I learned that bungee jumping and the physics behind it, if the rope was going to snap, which it never has, it never like rarely do they, and never have they for me, but I, mean, I don't want them to thank you. Yeah. But yeah. I would say so. If, if they were going to snap, it's at the point of highest tension, which is when you are basically at a almost standstill. There's no motion. Oh. So it would just let you go? Yeah, because it's but not going to snap in a free fall. That's, that's right. You're not going to snap in a free fall. And so often you jump over water. In fact, the one time they dip my head, and how they do the, the dip is they know your weight and they know their rope. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so they just go, oh, you, you want to keep your head dry? Or oh, they just pull it back a little bit. Oh, you want to dip? They just put a little bit more out and they know your weight. And they, they weigh you when you before you get up on the platform mm. right so they know what to do that yeah. makes sense that's that makes right. sense yeah. Yeah. so anyway so when you're jumping over the first bungee i did was over water and i'm like well you know what if if it, if it does break uh i'll just fall into water yeah. because i'm already at a whole standstill <laughs> and I'm cool. sure yeah my first my first bungee jump was actually in china <laughs> oh, oh my god that is crazy. I would want to do it over water too. I think just because, like, like you, Jamie, I would have that feeling of like, well, if it goes wrong, yeah, there's at least a I, little. I, I have a chance because maybe I won't, you know, hit the yeah. water too hard. And that's why I want the nice the comfort net. Yeah, th- that's right. Yes, yes, yes. And once I understood the physics of it, I was like, okay, I can get my head around this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah, oh, that's cool. awesome. Okay, thanks for sharing that, yeah, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. Because yeah. I guess. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Bye bye. It makes sense that if it is going to break, you are at the highest tension. But you almost stopped. You're only six feet from the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like falling out of your bed. Six feet from the ground is still pretty high up. But if it does snap, aren't aren't you still connected to like smaller lines? No. Is there just one? Yeah, I think it's just one. Oh my God. But with skydiving, it's 14,000 feet. And it's like tiny strings. But a professional attached to you. (laughs) Or you're on your own. Yeah. Uh, I saw a couple of people texted in who have both bungeed and skydived. And uh, both of them said that bungee diving, or bungee jumping rather, is more terrifying because you see the ground come at you. Whereas in skydiving, the idea of the ground coming at you is so slow because you're so high that your brain doesn't have the ability to like comprehend exactly what's going on. Whereas in bungee uh, jumping, you see the ground rushing to your head. You feel it. Yeah. I would imagine, like, you would feel everything. It's all still a giant no for me. <laughs> I would I would never, but man. As far as which one's actually more dangerous, well, this is just deaths. According yeah. to AdventureTravelPro.com, uh, skydiving is more dangerous than bungee jumping. Oh. With nearly a five times greater chance 
of a fatality. Oh, that's why Rich put you in that. Is. Yeah. Oh, that's why really? she got you to sign all the uh, uh, the insurance <laughs> well, she before told me you not flew. To sign anything. <laughs> 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 Don't sign their legal disclaimer. <laughs> Just sign your insurance yeah. documents. It's still a no for me. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. God, weird babies. Ginger's the least baby on the show. Because you did the skydive. On oh, pure metal, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I would love to see a video. Was it just a lifeless body flying through the sky? <laughs> you look like the inflatable man with wiggly arms. I was unconscious the whole time. Did you pass out? You didn't. No, they actually, they were great. Because when you do the tandem, you get like to free fall for a bit. So oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. That, like, you get like 10 oh. seconds of free fall. That's cool. And then you heal the, you feel the shoot pull you up. But then they like give you the handles and they get to like, you get to like spin around and stuff. Oh, fun. It was fun. Do, yeah, you, yeah. do you remember the free fall or was it so traumatic that that memory is gone now? Uh, no, I remember the, I remember the free fall. This the screaming because you scream like your body oh, just, your body, <laughs> your body freaks. I don't think your brain can handle it. Yeah, because it's not natural. Because even though you know, you're, you know what you're doing, like yeah. it's still, I don't know. Like, I think part of your brain agreed to it, but part of it's like, what the? Yeah, yeah. Like, wait, no, yeah. no, no, this is a bad idea. So you did scream. Oh, yeah. Oh, I screamed. <laughs> did, did you have that feeling of, like, the, the G-force drop, like a roller coaster, or no? No, it's just it's just pure insanity. It's just mania. Wow. Did they give you any footage? Oh, yeah, I recorded it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, really they have like a buddy that flies like beside you. Oh, and he's like, give thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, when you give the thumbs up, are you shaking and you're like... Oh yeah. What Once am I again. doing here? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, I didn't say I didn't say piss your pants. <laughs> I, said, I was like, oh, I missed oh. oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fun but terrifying. Oh. You want the shoot, it doesn't inflate. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? It's just stuck together. <laughs> oh, we got piss shoot. Oh. <laughs> well, let's do this. Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Is there anyone listening who did a skydive or a jump did you pass out because to me i think that would be i'd probably lose consciousness mm-hmm. and then if you're a skydive instructor did you have anybody faint on you and like what do you do i guess they're, Stab them. they're attached to you so you just do what you do with a lifeless body? unconscious body attached to I would you imagine they have some protocol that's nuts yeah because you th- i'd imagine they must have something because you'd want them awake for the landing yeah, because you you first. have to like yeah touch your feet. Right? I guess you could ride that unconscious body oh. down. You would have to, right? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe do you just like pass out for a minute, and then when you come to and you see the earth coming towards you, are you like, what the? I think you'd pass out again, like those people on uh, like the slingshot ball or roller yeah. coasters right. that pass out and then wake up. They're like, <laughs> 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 maybe you did the slingshot. Did you pass out? Mm-hmm. Did anybody throw up or pee? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we were talking about bungee jumping or skydiving and whether or not anybody peed, puked, or passed out mm, while doing so. The three Ps. Yeah, the three Ps. And it turns out uh, a lot of people uh, haven't peed, but some people have kind of blacked out for a minute and then came to, man, oh, man. It's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. It, it is absolutely shocking. Yeah. Uh, if you got a story of uh, like any sort of drama up in the sky, uh, feel yeah. free to share. 780-489-4669. Did you pass out? I, uh, I wonder if maybe majority people don't pass out. But you yeah. just have like a mental break. It doesn't sound like most pass out, but there is a lot of uh, fluids leaving our bodies. There's some fluids here and there. Yeah. Has anyone themselves? I don't know. No one yet has texted and saying they pooped their pants. We don't have one? What no, about, not one. Not Maybe not skydiving, but like bungee jumping, like the sheer torque of things. Oh, yeah. When you get to the bottom, it's like... 
I'll bet you it's smooth. <laughs> it would rearrange some stuff. Yeah, you don't want loose shorts. Yeah. That's crazy. I was just going back. I was just like. <laughs> oh, 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 Jesus. And it would too. And you have your friends and family at the bottom taking photos. Pictures, yeah. You look oh. like the snowbirds on Canada. They just leave in like a trail behind you in the sky. Oh. Gorgeous. That's a really cool feature. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story. Uh, Danny, how you doing? Good, how are you? Doing hey, fantastic. What drama did you have in the sky when you were skydiving? Nothing like crazy. Like I enjoyed the free fall, but when I and I'm scared of heights as well, so I I was forced to do this on a birthday and I enjoyed the free fall. Yeah. But the second I pulled he pulled the chute, it was like my everything just like stopped. I couldn't breathe for about <gasps> fifteen seconds and then my adrenaline was so high that when I touched ground I couldn't talk and I couldn't respond to anything my buddy was trying to get me up on my feet and he was like that was the best and I was like I, I couldn't respond or do anything my my entire system shut down and I couldn't oh my honestly, god my I couldn't actually my body couldn't handle the adrenaline no way it was just adrenaline overload and yeah everything's just it stopped was, yeah it was just something and I've, I've always liked dirt biking and wakeboarding and like yeah. More high active sports, but yeah. the actual free fall and the, the, the actual sudden stop and the pulling the shoot is, I think, what shocked my system so much. Do you think that scarred you for life? Like, it did this do it like some. It like, sounds like it. Yeah, do you think this did like some serious permanent damage? It might have been deep down somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, there's got to be. Uh, it had to have affected you so deeply. So when you landed then and you couldn't talk and you couldn't walk, did you just like sit in this skydiving field by yourself and like rock slowly? <laughs> yeah, I was kind of. I was kind of. I had to like touch the, the cold grass and like just like ground myself in a sense. Like I had to re figure out like my surroundings and yeah. like the, the, the instructor was with me. And I'm I'm a six three or so, and he was under five ten for sure. Yeah. So when we land, when we were landing, he's like, "Swing your legs up," and I had to like, we just landed on our on our butts on the grass, and I was fine doing that. Like I could respond as we were landing and everything, but the second like everything was all unattached, I just shut down. It oh was, my god! That's yeah, you had to like reset your body and touch the ground. Tell your brain you're grounded. This is real. Yeah, you're alive. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Oh, man. That actually just literally gave me chills. I, I always suggest people experience it, but at the same time, like, I also say, like, if you have really bad adrenaline, then yeah. don't. But yeah, would you yeah. Know? Was, well, it, yeah. Yeah, you don't really sell it, it too was, well. Yeah, how <laughs> would you know? An experience of a lifetime, though. Absolutely, yeah. Holy crap, what a story. Thanks for sharing that, Danny. Danny just shut down again. Yeah, we lost him. Uh-oh. Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's shocking. Yeah, Danny was broken for a bit. Yeah. That's why you can't... You'll see uh, sometimes video people bringing like, their pets skydiving. Like, yeah, their dogs I never cats. understood I feel bad that. for those. Like, yeah, they, they're, their simple minds couldn't possibly no. wrap their head no. around what's happening. I do. Well, I, like, I watch the videos. It's I'm like, adorable. oh my God, the dog's got goggles yeah. too. But I'm like, that dog is probably dying inside. Well, yeah, and they'd never recover... You can't tell them. No. Like, oh, you're going to be flying through the sky for a while. There's going to be some crazy G-force when I pull the chute. <laughs> Danny just went completely offline, though. Oh, yeah. Did you feel like, at any point when you were flying that your brain could go in a bad direction? It's the it's the climb up. It's the... Oh, that's the, the psych. 
Yeah, the like plane, it up. just does like tight little tiny circles to gain mm. altitude. And you just see like the ground get like farther and farther uh. away. And then like all you think about is like how how far up you are. And like, and then you just start focusing on like the plane's door. Mm-hmm. And it really is like the movies. Like when that door opens, like the, it's a tiny plane, so it's a little loud anyway. But the door, like it's a big barn door, like slides open. Oh, and oh the wind God. comes rushing. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Gingy, we're going. And then he's like, start scooting oh, over the door. And there's like, like, no! Yeah. <laughs> there's no chit chat, nothing. The door opens and they just drag you out of the freaking uh, plane. Ah, no. I do not like that. Did no. you go out feet first or head first? You go out, you sort of dive out sort of sideways. Like, because the plane's tiny. There's no like walking. You like scooch over on your butt and you've got like an adult man strapped to your back. <laughs> yeah. Just like scooching over. And then you just sort of, he says, tuck your chin. You tuck your chin and then you just lean out of the oh, freaking plane. Oh, God. What if you like hit the, the wing or the bar? Are you hanging off then a you bar? Die. Oh, my you God. Die. No. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, Brian's at the top here. How you doing, Brian? Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, you did some skydiving. Um, oh, my God. What happened with your parachute lines? No. Okay, so when I did my first jump in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, this was like 20 years ago, um, the way they would do it is they'd have you climb out under the wing, and you're hanging onto that, that angled crossbar underneath oh my the God. wing. Oh, my God. Yes. In the air. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. That is terrifying. And this is you doing a solo jump, or do you have some uh, someone yeah, strapped my, to you? My very first jump, yeah. and it's a solo. Yeah. And they, what they do is they, they've got your pilot shoot, and they're like, you ready? Yeah, go. And they, they fire it in the air. You're supposed to let go and flare your arms out. I flare arms and legs. And I turtled. I went into the fetal position. Oh my gosh, Brian! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I ended up spinning around a bunch of times. Well, yeah, you were cannonballing in the sky. <laughs> it was. Oh no! I had all these line twists, and I mean, I just relied on my training and uh, you know, kicked my feet and pulled the lines. <laughs> Jeez! So the line, yeah, the, the chute wasn't inflating, and it was just kind of flapping while you're spinning wildly through the air. A little bit. Yeah, oh, a little bit of that. <laughs> oh my god, could you feel the speed? Like could you like in your mind, did you realize how fast you were flying to the earth? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian still sounds like he's suffering from mania. Listen yeah, yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah, right. He's got this weird laugh. Yeah. He's like, "Oh god." I went I went and did a whole bunch more jumps after that. Oh, really? Good for you. Oh, I'm shocked that oh, you went yeah. back up. Yeah, good yeah. for you, Brian. Wow. Holy crap. And every other time was like kind of smooth sailing because you knew what to everything, expect. Everything after, everything after that was perfect. Oh, you know, well, that's good my news. mistake up front. Pretty yeah. Good. Got my free fall certificate. Oh, that's wow. pretty cool. Yeah. What a time. What a time. What a story. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. All right. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. <sighs> what the hell? Yeah, that laugh was the laugh of a man. Like through the whole death story. in the eye. Because <laughs> yeah. once those lines tangle, like you are on the clock. Well, yeah, yeah. time's a ticking. You're falling to the earth. Is there like a? Is there not like an emergency one that'll just automatically pop if you don't pull yours? Well, I think you can. At least according to the movies, uh, you can deploy. You can release your main chute. Yeah, get rid of this. You gotta get it out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then deploy the backup chute. Oh God. He cannonballed. Yeah. So his lines got all... I would worry that, like, I would forget all my training. 
Oh yeah, and I would I, forget. Yeah, it. and I then there I am careening through the yeah. sky to Earth, and I'd be like, I don't know what to do. Listen, and like my brain is literally like that that bird that's like tipping over drinking water. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there are some mornings we come out of commercials and I forget what I'm doing. Yeah, if I can't remember what I'm doing here for my job, right. I'm not remembering what I'm doing in the air. Yeah, and when, absolutely terrified. When he says all of his training, it's not like it was months of training. It's a day. <laughs> you have like six hours. Skydiving, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Sarah, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. Hi, good. We're good. Uh, what's your little mishap when you were skydiving? Oh god. Well, I had some. I had some drama when I went skydiving. Oh. Um, I went to Australia to visit my friend, and she convinced, uh, tricked me, I should say, yeah, into going skydiving. And I'm terrified of heights, and I was adamant I didn't want to go. But she, she was adamant that it was something that I would probably regret one day. So. We ultimately went and we decided to go tandem. Mm-hmm. We did our little, you know, half day. Um, well, it was more like an hour of training. training yeah. yeah. But when we, when we got into the into the plane, I like legit froze. Like my body just like could not function as we. I <laughs> bet. Oh. I bet. Um, and I was like frozen in fear, and you can see in my video that I was just like sitting there. Staring straight ahead, like they're trying to talk to me and like make conversations to me. Video funny, and it was not working. And so when it was time for us to go, we had to get up on our knees and like kind of shuffle towards the door. But my body just wouldn't move. So the tandem, <laughs> the tandem guy who was attached, he just started like pushing his body against mine to like get oh, me. Going oh, so he was dragging he was your body dragging, that you couldn't move, dragging your lifeless body out of a plane. We got we got to the the door, and I like instinctively put my arms out to grab like the sides of the door yeah. because you're hovering over like 16,000 feet of oh. like death. Yeah. And so he, he grabbed my arms, crossed them around my chest and just leaned forward. I had zero choice of them. Oh no. At that <laughs> point when you like left the plane, were you like, I'm dead, I'm dead. Or you were, you had no thought. I blacked out for the first, I think, five seconds of the free fall. And yeah. then I came to and realized what was happening. And it was um, it was OK. I, I was enjoying the free fall. And then he pulled the chute <laughs> and the the strap that was across my chest in the harness went up around my neck. <gasps> what? Oh, my that God. It's so the worst. <laughs> so I was like choking and so i was kind of like grabbing at it kind of like trying to hold it like away from my neck and he said are you okay if i release this and i said well what happens if you release it he said you're gonna drop a little bit but you're Ah. still covered in like the bottom half oh my god and so i said okay so he he unclipped it and i dropped and i told Haley, i said i think it was about an inch but it felt like a foot and i thought for sure i was gonna die I can't believe you survived this. Oh my god, and then back to blacking out. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. The float down was beautiful and it was nice once all the drama was gone, but I don't know if I'd ever do it again. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, you probably just keep your feet on the ground. Listen, you did it once. Good for you don't need to do it again, Sarah. Good on you. Oh good on you. You keep those feet on the ground. ground And we gave each other a hug. I was like, I I bet I would never speak to her again. Ever. End of friendship. Yeah, goodbye. (laughs) What a story. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. You're welcome. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. Bye. 
Change, why are there a lot of stories about people being unclipped? And you didn't get unclipped or you don't remember? Well, no, we were clipped and all the, all the clips stayed. I remember it was oddly casual, like the strapping up. Way it's, too casual. Yeah, it's just like, you know, a little like like my belt's hardier than what they were putting around oh my, my body. Oh, my wow. Also, if they asked me to unclip, like, can I unclip you? Mm-hmm. I'd and be like, are you trying to kill me? Well, yeah, and they'd be like, yeah, it's fine. But like, well, why, why did we put it on to begin with then? Yeah, if yeah. we didn't need this clip, like clearly exactly. this clip's doing work. Yeah. This is a load-bearing clip. Uh. I'll choke to death, sir. Thank you very <laughs> much. <Yeah. laughs> Do not unclip me. <laughs> yeah, fix those clips if this is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. She dropped an inch. That would, <laughs> that would feel like 10 feet. I would have pooped my pants. Instant poop. I definitely would have peed. Possibly diarrhea. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're getting the whole deal. Yeah. Uh, Kim, hello. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Doing pretty good. Uh, you were in New Zealand. You went skydiving with Uh-oh. a friend. Uh, did you have some issues or did your friend? My girlfriend did. Um, she was a little bit like congested before we went up. And they warn you, if you're sick, you shouldn't go. But we booked it. So we decided um, <laughs> we, we got to do this. Yeah. So we both got the videographers. And so there's someone taping the whole time. We got down and watched the video. And we were jumping from 15,000 feet, so there's so much pressure up there that the snot was just all over her face. And, oh. like, the guy behind her, because it's tandem, it was all over him. Oh, no! That would be me, because I always have a stuffy nose oh, she with allergies. She would have been better to pass out than just have her face leaking oh. snot all over. Oh, no! It was disgusting. I felt bad for her. I felt bad for him. And that's like on the video. So we have that for, that was our like memory for life. (laughs) And by the time you get to the bottom with the wind, it would have dried all the snot too. Oh, it was so bad. It was disgusting. That is so nasty. I wonder if they see that all the time, though. So it's like they just kind of like let it go if they're covered in snot. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. No. Oh, gross. (laughs) Thanks, Kim. Yeah, it was awful. Okay, take care. Thanks. Bye bye. Just. (laughs) Well, some people were texting me. Some people texted in and said they didn't pass out. But when the parachute was deployed, yeah. the wind like sucked the air out of their bodies and they felt like they were like choking for like, like gasping fi- for air for 15 seconds. And by doing that, like spit was going everywhere and snot mm. and trying to get oxygen back trying inside. to get oxygen because it like sucks out of your body. You lose your breath. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, wild stories, guys. Uh, we'll do. Uh, we got time. Yeah, we'll do one more here. Uh, Tasha's hanging on. Hey. Hey there, how are you guys doing? Doing fantastic. Uh, You went skydiving and you had a bit of an issue, eh? I did. We were doing tandem with, uh, this is my first and only time skydiving. And we were jumping and the way that they put the harness on, my chest was like literally up past my neck. Oh, oh no. And I was so uncomfortable. So we were about 8,000 feet left and we were kind of coasting and, the gentleman asked if I was comfortable. I explained to him I wasn't. So he said, hey, do me a favor. Put your feet on top of my feet and then take your arms in the back of me. Hold on to the chain. And he said, do whatever you do. Do not let go. I'm going to unharness you. What? Harness you back up. Oh, no, no, no. And I said, 8, no. So feet I up? said, no, bro. I will be uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I will let my boobs be in pain. Yeah, they are fine. <laughs> It only lasted like five, seven seconds. That's it. Like, five, you know, five seconds. It wasn't long, but in that five seconds, my whole life lasted before me. It was like, oh, God, I not only jumped from a plane, but now I have no harness on me floating in the sky. Oh, my insanity. God. Um, after he did readjust, like, you were totally comfortable? 
I was completely comfortable then. But my friend, he told me he didn't think he could have kids anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it, yeah, when the shoot opens, boof! <laughs> yeah, because I don't think I can have kids anymore. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you are so brave. There's no way I would have... Yeah, you're like, I'll take the pain. Wow. And the fact that this guy was so chill. He's like, like, don't worry. Don't worry, just stand on my feet. He I'm going to unharness... He, what? He was from Australia, and he has... I can't even um, count how many times she told me that he has jumped a plane from a plane before. Yeah. So he probably would just do it with Donna Hart. And if, he could if, do it. if he didn't have that sweet Australian accent, I bet you wouldn't have trusted him. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no, not some. You're like, I'll do anything. Not some Canadian guy. Stand on my feet, eh? Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's yes. she going? No. Fix you? No. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, if I were to ask you guys how much do you love a ventriloquist doll, would you say that you like the way they look? Uh, no. They creep me out. They are a little on the creepy side. Like, I can tolerate it, but... Yeah. Are they intentionally that way? I, they look it, hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this story. Four years ago, this dude named Gregor Stewart, he's in Scotland, he purchased a ventriloquist doll from a dealer in California. Now, why would somebody even want to buy this doll? Well, that's a mystery for another day. But we do know why the dealer in California wanted to sell <sighs> the ventriloquist doll. Uh-oh. It's because he wanted it as far away from him as possible. I feel like they all possess some weird demonic Exactly. So the question is, is why did the seller in California want this doll to go across the ocean? Well, it's because this particular ventriloquist doll, who is named Uncle Herb, um, is haunted. His mouth open and closes on its own. No thanks, Oh, God. Uh Uh-oh. Does it look as bad as Conky? He's uh, creepy. Yeah. It's worse than Conky. Oh, oh, God, look at that. I know. What's with the mouth? That's right. Now, that alone is creepy Ugh. enough, but it's about to get creepier <laughs> when I tell you that the mechanism that controls the mouth is broken, so it shouldn't be happening at all. Uh, no. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. How do, how do you get rid of a possessed ventriloquist doll. You throw it in the ocean. No, you gotta separate the pieces and like burn them individually. Like chop it up, pour, cover it in gas and light it on fire. And then put the ashes in a cement block and toss it in the ocean. Oh. I yeah, you can't just throw the doll in the ocean. No, he'll come back. Just whip it off the cliffs of Scotland? No. Oh, he'll come. You gotta find an old priest and a young priest. This is oh. a full exorcism situation. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Dude. What's the priest gonna do to it? Well, oh, also... Here's the other thing, is apparently um, he's also talking to the owner. No. The doll is? Yeah. What? And apparently uh, Gregor says that the doll has referenced prison in certain conversations. Oh. Oh, don't talk to it. Greg says that when he puts it in its case, that's when the mouth opens. So it means he's not having a really good time and he doesn't like being locked up. Oh, mm. mm. I don't like that. Gregor said once he got it back to his home as well, when he got the ventriloquist doll, he constantly started to hear footsteps throughout the night. He eventually moved it into the garage because the noises and the disturbances were bad. Yeah, once again, uh, I'm with Haley. Like, f- put it in concrete. Yeah, you got to really rid get it. rid of them. Why were old toys so terrifying? I have no idea, Ginge, but you're right, they were. We just must have hated children. Hey? <laughs> yeah, like why? Like here, why did anyone your room. think that would look good for a child? Right? Like nothing. Nothing was cute. No, all dolls look terrifying. Yeah, older dolls are awful. Mm-hmm. And like, why? Why can't they make any ventriloquist doll look good? 
Like, I posted another one. Like, this is another classic. Why yeah. do they need to look like that? Is it the unhinged jaw? Yep. But they also have like the weird-ass eyes. Up? Like, those mm. eyes on all the dolls got to be piercing, right? Oh, they're just... They see too much for eyes that shouldn't see anything. Yeah, they're just not... Did cool. you have any weird, creepy dolls, Haley? Yeah, I had... um, I got them passed down from my great-grandmother... And they're the porcelain ones, but the eyes would follow you around the room. Oh, I hate those. I made my mom take mine off the shelf in my bedroom because I'm like, I can't sleep. This like is if, too much. If you move them, the eyes move or you just feel like the eyes watch they, they you? They follow you around the room. Uh, or like those creepy pictures in the hallways. Yeah. You know what? I uh, Haley just un unleashed, unlocked a memory. Yeah. I think I know where my love of miming came from. Oh. So when I was younger... <laughs> I, I was gifted, they, not by my mom and dad. I think like somebody got it for me as a, a birthday present as a mm -hmm. child. It was a mime doll <laughs> in like a silk oh. mime outfit, but the face was glass. Like the head of the doll was glass. Yeah. But the doll itself was like a cushy like doll. Oh yeah yeah okay. And it wore it was like just a, sewn onto the the glass yeah. neck. And it wore like a jester's hat, and it had this silk mine with three big pom poms down the front. Oh, and God. it sat on my bookshelf, and I would lay in bed as a child and stare at it. Oh, Don't yeah. You dare your move. parents, your parents hated you. That's why I turned into a mime. You think if anything <laughs> <laughs> to blend in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't find me. Like one of these, Marcy. Yeah. Look at that hideous, ugly thing. Oh, Look at it. That's creepy. And it has glass hands and feet. And feet. Mm -mm. But everything else is just squishy fabric. That's, yeah. That's creepy, because if you hear it walking, all you're going to hear is click, click, Oh, click, you click, would. Click. Little porcelain feet on the floor. And then a little scratching at the glass. <laughs> I wonder what happened. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Yeah, the little glass hands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're sleeping, you feel the cold glass hand on your cheek. Oh, <laughs> it's just the back of it, like yeah, team, yeah, caressing team America your face. <laughs> down the side. Oh, oh. Oh. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, the dolls are so creepy. Yeah, they they can like, be weird. People that hang on to them, like, come on, what are yeah. you doing? Uh, Gary, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. How hey, are you? Doing good. Hi, we're good. Your, your good. wife is still hanging on to a creepy doll? Well, she had one when she was a kid, and she talked about it. And then I guess on Marketplace, oh no, she found one of these Aunt Beasley ones, and she's all excited. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad. So, sorry, Gary, no what's it called? What's it called? So we can Google it. What is it? Aunt Beasley. Uh, Aunt Beasley or Beasley doll? Oh okay, god, okay. okay. Got a blue dress and blue dress, oh, like blonde. She has a blonde bob. Yeah, and I was like, oh. My God, she's letting the grandkids play with it and stuff. I'm like, oh man. Oh, oh no! Did you ever think of just getting rid of it and being like, oh, I don't know where it went? Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see a photo of this thing here. Yeah, I just threw it on the app there. If you oh, want to see. Okay, there yeah. it is. Is yeah, it in the box crazy. or is it well used? Uh, it was a used one, but uh, yeah. in good, in very good shape. What is wrong with the fingers on the doll? Are, I don't know. The like, doll that your wife has are the fingers all wonky? Yeah, yeah, it looks. Yeah, they're they're. It looks like two we, peace signs. Two peace signs. Yeah, but the middle fingers. It's like the uh, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Vulcan there. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Get rid of it, <laughs> Gary. So I'm trying. Believe me, I'm trying. <laughs> right? Okay, thanks right. for sharing that. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, have an awesome show. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Bye -bye. Gary. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Bye bye. I would throw a doll in the yard and drive over it and be like, oh no, it's gone. You know what, though? At least. 
at least the Mrs. Beasley doll has a cuter face. Those yeah. are the ones that like get you, I think. It's not so... St- like, well, I'm sorry, but that mime doll is terrifying. Well, yeah, that is absolutely terrifying. That's horrible. What is... Someone posted oh on the app. God. It says, I seen one of these at my grandmother's place. I couldn't sleep. What the H is that? <gasps> is that the first mechanical doll? That is a horrifying... <laughs> Imagine if you went to someone's house and that thing was squeaking across you guys, the floor. let me... How do you describe this? <laughs> it's some Toy Story Sid stuff. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> like when he put the baby heads on like the mechanical yeah, creatures, that's yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, someone was playing God with some gears and a doll head. <laughs> it's really disturbing. For those of you who don't have the app, also the doll oh. head is not cute. It's like some 1921 weird stuff. It looks like it crawls. Yeah, I bet yeah. you. I bet you it's oh. the first mechanical doll. Yeah, it's got a little twisty crank on the side yeah. and then little gear. So knees. it's probably like. I bet it crawls it right to the knife blow. Yeah, yeah. Kachunk, kachunk, kachunk. Good God. Oh, you. And it probably that? has like an old voice box in there. Oh, could you imagine hearing that start up in the middle of the night? Oh, no. You're just you, trying to sleep nice yeah. and peaceful in bed. And it's oh. probably like. Yeah, you get rid of that one. You can't even burn it. No, it would it would crawl out of the fire. Like T two coming to kill you. Melting face. Oh god, yeah, the head's on fire. I want to film this. Oh no. Oh, your love of horror movies. I do. I want to do some real twisted puppet show. Jeez. Yeah. That is terrifying. Uh, Samina, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Wow, we're getting creeped out from all these dolls coming yeah. in here. Um, you're, you own a couple dolls, right? Well, okay. So I missed how this conversation started. But um, as soon as Mars described, started describing her little mime uh, doll, I, I started having flashbacks to these two little clown dolls that I had. Um, I don't know how big hers were, but mine were maybe like no taller than a Barbie doll. Uh, one was kinda like a red and white clown and uh, one was a blue and green clown and they had like different facial expressions. But I love those things. I, I would play with them all the time. They were my favorite things. Oh, so, like, awesome. I, I totally forgot about them until Mars started describing that mime. <laughs> yeah, the mime doll. Were, were your clowns, were they the, the glass faces with the glass yeah. hands? Yeah. Yeah. I loved playing with Like, I slept with them. I put oh, them like, on, God. The on my shelf when I wasn't playing with them. Oh, they had yeah. their own little spot. Samina, I just Googled uh, clowns, and I'm guessing they're like the really old ones, the really old creepy ones from like the 50s. Um, I mean, the faces were kind of creepy, but they were kind they of like, yeah, like, you know, clown, clown faces were creepy, creepy let's yeah. be honest, especially on a doll. But uh, they they were in pretty good condition, so I don't think that they were that old. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Crash, the ones that you're looking at don't have that glass face, oh, like, okay. like like the and mime. I was, like, I was I was like a kid in the '90s when I had these. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> why? why? I don't I don't even remember how I got them. I just I had them, and I lo- like and like blue blue is my favorite color. So the blue blue and green one that was my buddy buddy. Aww. I love them both. Oh, that's adorable. Do you still have them somewhere? Unfortunately, no. We did a lot of moving around yeah. um, when I was younger, that's and unfortunately, <laughs> a moving company we hired 
event, like lost all our stuff. Oh. And I think it was your possessed clowns that got rid of all your stuff. (laughs) They were possessed. Don't don't hate on my clowns, crap. You're just jealous. I know it's just because you're jealous. (laughs) Yeah, I'm jealous. I didn't have demonic clowns. No. Oh, they they are creepy, but they they were Um, they were like your your friends. You love them, like you know normal normal little girls have Barbie dolls and and baby dolls and I yeah. had I had some of those and I had my little clown buddies. Yeah, yeah that's cute. There you go. Okay, thanks, yeah. Amina. <laughs> thanks. I, and you know what? You, I just want to say, like my my day kind of started off rough, but this has kind of like been a really really great like little uh, happy boost for me this oh. morning. Thank you. Oh, you're oh. welcome. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks I so much for uh, participating. Sometimes those memories become like dislodged during <laughs> the show, <laughs> and sometimes people have creepy clowns and mind dolls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. That's great. Oh, that's great. Well, have a great weekend. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks, Amina. You guys, too. Okay. Love okay. you guys. Thanks Bye. Bye. I remember those clown dolls that Samina's talking about. They would, they would sit, they'd sit on bookshelves and stuff because their feet were heavy. A lot of people are posting pictures of their dolls on the, like their clown dolls on the app. (sighs) But none of them look good. (laughs) Sure, if you were like a child in the Great Depression, I understand there was a lot going on. She said she was a kid in the 90s. There was, there was better doll options. They were were probably from the 80s though. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. Uh, Probably, yeah. Right? It's Even like the, the 80s the had retro. superior dolls. Or your parents gave your their dolls to you in the 90s, maybe? Yeah, this yeah. text here Ugh. says, guys, in 1990, <laughs> Mars's mime dolls were popular at Zeller's. They were only five bucks. Oh. That's why I had one. Zeller's was trying to unload yeah, them? Yeah, Zeller's was trying to unload them. That was the beginning them. of the demise of Zeller's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zeller's was a pretty big deal in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Lived live for a long time. Until they got too heavy into the mime dolls. <laughs> that was a bad bet, <laughs> Zeddy. They're like, we have warehouses full of mime dolls. What are we going to do with them? That's <laughs> true. All right, for those of you who have kids at home, a new poll found that 40% of parents have done their kids' homework for them at least once. At least once you've just been like, give me that. And you've done it yourself. But maybe they'd be better off on their own because half of parents admit that they struggle with their kids' homework. Well, absolutely. 50% of parents say that they have a hard time understanding their kids' homework assignments across all subjects. There is one subject, though, where parents really don't understand what's going on, and that subject is... Math. It is math, yes. Because now it's all backwards, right? Mm-hmm. You well, start, don't you start with the answer and try to work back on how you got to that point? Oh, I don't know. It's no. dumb. I just remember being frustrated with math in high school. Yeah. It's just a different way of understanding. Instead of just, like, memorizing your times tables, it's actually, like, it's a, it's a way to get kids to understand why 6 times 9 is 54, instead of just, you know, That's, spitting it out. Something you've memorized. I think, so how you get there is different than how you got there. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a Calculator. different path. Calculator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the that's the real thing. Yeah, because like I mean, sure we could remember how to do all these numbers, but also like you know we'll always have a calculator with us. Yeah. Yeah. We literally always will. There will. I don't think there will be a critical time where we don't have a calculator and we're like, scratching your head, right? Yeah. I used to have like um. Did you guys have your times table? Uh, on your binder, taped to oh, the yeah, inside yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had that. Well, cheat sheets everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, cheat sheets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when it comes to sine, cosine, algebra, that's where parents get really oh, lost. Yeah. Oh, I'd mm-hmm. be in trouble there again. With their older like, uh, kids. X, X times Z mm-hmm. squared. 
What does that mean? I don't know. I made it all the way through high school and university. Yeah. Still don't know what a logarithm is. <laughs> a, a, a who? A what? A logarithm. A logarithm. Mm. Yeah. Doing logs. Still don't know how to do them. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember doing logs? Yeah. Mm. Is that like blades? I don't know. <laughs> no. It wasn't like logs. blades. Blades were way better. <laughs> that was a fun time. <laughs> they were like 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 your, like the log of like, how do you, how do you explain it? Where Sounds everything like was in brackets. Oh, and like that equals other brackets. Oh, yeah, that's that, the best way that I can. Yeah, that's what that's called. Okay, yeah, that's terrible. I'm realizing I'm not great at our oldest is only in grade four shapes. Uh, I'm pretty good. <laughs> pretty good at your shapes. Yeah, some have so many sides. <laughs> Trying uh, to put a square in a circle. Okay, okay. But the spelling. She's oh. got some big words. Really? Like every every week they have like a spelling test. She'll bring stuff home or review it. And you're like, Apple? and like as she's spelling it, like I gotta check like her just spelling the word out loud to me. I have to like double check on a list because I can't. I don't know. Is that I because you doubt yourself now because you just like always go to Google? Maybe right. Also, there, you don't have you don't have spelling confidence. You don't spell. Spelling's when, tough. When do you ever spell? Well, the, that's what I mean. We're we're too comfortable with just banging stuff out and it yeah. autocorrects. Mm-hmm. Sort of getting close enough. Yeah, so we've lost our confidence in spelling. I've totally lost my confidence yeah. in spelling. Like, I'll spell check like the simplest word. Like the other yeah. day I was typing something out and I, it was like a three-letter word. I'm like, this is weird. On like an Insta story or something? And yeah, you're like, yeah. what is, yeah. And I asked Mars, I'm like, is this a word? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, but... I type it out and it was all in caps and I'm like, it doesn't look right. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah. Have you ever got stuck trying to spell of? Not <laughs> <laughs> one I can't say. It, it happens to me a lot. No, it does. more than once. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes if I'm really burned out, like at the end of the week, and I'm yeah. trying to write, if I'm writing it out with my hand, sometimes I'll write O V E because that's no. how it sounds. Really? O V E. Yeah. Of. Or it doesn't matter if it's capital or lowercase. No, sometimes my brain just goes of. <laughs> I guess if you're sounding it out, oh. but that feels like a one-time mistake, Haley. Yeah, it's happened a few times. Mm-hmm. I catch myself and I go, "Oh, that's not right." I yeah. think. Like I trip up the. Do you? Yeah. Sometimes you... when I type out the. Oh, you spell it. Well, I don't know. I just I start typing and I'm like, "That looks weird." Because you're it's looking not... at T H E. Yeah, I look at T H E and I'm like, "The the the." It just it doesn't <laughs> click sometimes. The the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but I'm pretty solid on the and the. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do it, Jim? <laughs> How do you do it? But you know, it's usually like if I'm tired or something, or maybe I've been typing a lot, and just some words just look weird. Yeah, words do look weird. Yeah, some, they look yeah. wrong. some of them they look, look wrong. wrong. Totally wrong. And you don't get the little underlined red squiggly. So like, yeah. well, that can't be right. Right? But and then I like right click and I'm like, give me a suggestion. <laughs> Computers say good. And by the way, look at all the now family members who have problems with the word of. Ah, uh, see, it's not just me. Mm. Yeah. Because it's, no it's half of off. So it just, it, you don't go off. Off. It's of. 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 Yeah. It's yeah. Not, yeah. It's not an F. Yeah. It's not an F sound. A lot of people say that when they're typing, uh, they, they, uh, their brain short circuits to O-V. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Of. Yeah. Of. You're typing more based on the sound. Huh. Yeah. Sometimes my brain just stops working. Well, if you fine. type OV, will it autocorrect to of or no? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Not a lot of people, though, texting in on problems with th. So. Not a lot of people. <laughs> this one, Haley, don't feel bad. I've been stuck with the word very. Oh. That just uh, some words. 
It could be any word. Because well, it can be very or it can be very. Yeah, the English language is tough. Like mm-hmm. Vari? Vari. That's not how you say it, but yeah. But I think that's maybe where they get it. Like, Vari concerned, Ginge. <laughs> Vari. Very. Vari. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. This story here is interesting. Um, If you could think of what is the most boring job... Maybe you've had the most boring job. Quickly, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What was it? I think it'd be like an assembly line where you're literally doing the exact same thing for eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. Grab this, put that there. But but you are doing something. What about like, what a security guard? Yeah, that'd be boring. Like, does anything... Well, the guy that we had in our parking lot looked like he was having a blast. A lot of action here. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're a security guard, like, I'd guess, like, 95% of your nights are just nothing. Netflix. Yeah. You're just watching Netflix, right? you got to be. Or, or, I would imagine you're allowed to. I don't I know. would doubt it. I would doubt it. What but are I... you, you're not guarding anything, then. You're supposed to be watching the cameras. Oh. Going for walks with your... Your nightstick. <laughs> that would be a boring job. That would yeah. be very boring. It would be very boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, a new study looked at the jobs and hobbies that we often see as the most boring. So, I mean, really, this is all subjective and just based on what other people think. Authors of the study said that it might be a little unfair as well. But um, according to the results, the most boring person alive is a data analyst who lives in a rural area, <laughs> watches a ton of TV is probably religious and sleeps a lot. (laughs) That's what the study showed. Oh, a data analyst. The five most boring jobs voted on. Mm. Data Data analysis, number one. Accounting, number two. Taxes or insurance, number three. It's that time. House cleaner, number four. And banking, number five. I feel like house. uh, some house cleaners really enjoy doing that. And you'd see some wild stuff. Yeah, I feel like you'd see some stuff. Like, let's be honest. A house cleaner is going to open some drawers, right? Oh, I would. It's a snoop fest. You got it, right? Someone's letting you into their home. You snoop. For sure. Just like, yeah, any grocery store uh, assumes a certain amount of theft. Yeah. I think once you bring a cleaner into your home, you assume, yeah, they're going to steal some garments. Yeah. If you don't want them to see it, hide it. Um, Taxes. What if you're doing taxes for like, you know, like a drug lord or something? Or like a, well, that imagine, would be good. Imagine doing a billionaire's taxes. Like that's got to be like exciting, right? You're figuring out how to wash money. Yeah, you're getting that money clean. Yeah, well, then you're a money launderer, not a that's sweet. tax accountant. Cool. <laughs> like, I think, like, the tax accountant doing, like, my taxes? Yeah. Boring. Yeah. And I feel bad. There's nothing going like, on there. Here's a folder with all my documents. Yeah. Fix it. <laughs> I contribute to my RSPs. Yeah, yeah, make it look good. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassandra just shot us a text. She got. She says, guys, I do exactly what your study says. I do statistical analysis and data reconfiguration. Oh. She says, it pays me very well, but it is so... So boring. And that's a problem, too. If your boring-ass job pays very well, you don't leave it, right? Yeah. Because it's worth the money. It's worth the money. If you just literally have to go in, sit there, and it's it's so easy. Mm-hmm. When, you're, oh. when you're analyzing data, you're like just like, you know, looking at it. giving it a good look. Yeah. Yeah, what are you doing as an, a data analyst? You're looking for errors. A lot of spreadsheets, I bet. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. are the spreadsheets of, like, companies? Like, well, it could what? be anything. 
It's all data. Data, Mars. But data from what? This. What? Data. Zeros and ones. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah, is it? It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's all above your head right now. <laughs> the five jobs, by the way, that are considered the most exciting are in the performing arts. So if you're an actor... Mm, yeah. It is very exciting. Action packed. Yeah. Huh? If you're a scientist, oh, that'd be pretty cool. Cool journalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're out there yeah, getting started. Deadline. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, healthcare. Exciting. You never know what the day is going to bring. Yeah, and being a teacher is considered one of the most exciting jobs. Oh well, yeah, dealing with classrooms full of. Terrible. Unpredictable. Terrible. Unpredictable. Children. Yeah, yeah. People will, were also asked to name the most boring ways that you spend your free time. Mm-hmm. And here's what got the most votes. Number one, sleeping. This is for Haley. Mm-hmm. Haley, are you, do you find sleeping a lot boring? No. It's great. Okay. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, number two, going to church. Mm. Number three, watching TV. Number four, bird watching or observing animals. I like doing that. Isn't that peaceful? I thought it would have been too. They say it's boring. You can like it and it's and recognize it as still boring, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's boring. Well, I would want to be the bird watcher at the airport. Well, that's where you fly that drone and you chase birds. So like, that's cool. <laughs> that's, that's, not, a that's a cool not, job. That's not a bird watcher. I think those people hate birds. <laughs> <laughs> and number five, doing math. Now, this last one here, this is hard to argue. You know, I mean, some people love math. And some people do. I hate math. You have a friend that just loves numbers. He loves math. Yeah, yeah. Such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, Dave's hanging on. Dave, how you doing? Okay, good, guys. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, you think your job yeah. is uh, would be boring for everyone, right? No, not my job. The job that I see all the time. Oh, okay. okay. Sure. Photo radar truck attendee guy. Oh, yeah, you're just sitting there. Eh? No, you're I think probably, it's exciting. Yeah. People, people constantly giving you the finger. You're not even looking, though. Throwing their lunches at you. You're not looking. You got nobody to talk to. Yeah. You just sit there and you ass get sore. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't move any, you can't move anywhere. Yeah, they occasionally get out of their truck, have a dart, and then get back in. If you're a smoker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if, if not, not, then yeah. good luck. I always envisioned yeah. the um, the photo radar people who are sitting there are probably just watching like Netflix or Prime or yeah, playing a podcast. Disney Plus, or they're listening to podcasts. But I'm, sure, but I'm, I'm sure that they're supposed to be watching the camera, but like they like they have to watch it, like they have to be, pay attention to it. But I don't even I don't think they control it. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, no, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know, but yeah, yeah I think it would just suck. Yeah, that would be a terrible hate, job. Everybody hates you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're never getting a friendly wave. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> good one. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay, bye. bye-bye. I mean, Dave's got a couple good points. Yeah, there's not a lot of action, and he does mention the hatred, because it is... Yeah, we all hate him. Oh, yeah. If you're listening, we hate you. <laughs> You're irredeemable. <laughs> the worst. You must lie to your spouse of what you do for work. Yeah. No one would marry you. Yeah, you gotta say, like, you're at least, like, walking the beat. Mm-hmm. This but text here no, says, photo radar playing on their phone, chilling all day. I actually want that job. Oh, I, I think it would grow old fast. I think Crash is right, though, too. I think they're supposed to have their eyes on the, the machine oh, I have to no make sure idea. it's operating properly. You would think, but, but I, I would imagine the machine, too, just... They're like the cameras automatically take the photos. They set up their thing, flip yeah. their lights up front, 
to get the flash going, and that's it. We should bring the romance back to Photo Radar. Take the machines out of it. Have some private eye in there with a speed gun and a Polaroid. Oh, there yeah. we go. That's hot. That's a job. Yeah, that's, a that's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, I want to hear about your shockingly boring jobs. Maybe you do a job that, like, you know, we'd be like, wow, that sounds really interesting. And you're like, nah, man, it is so boring. It is absolutely boring. Perhaps maybe you do a job that we didn't even know about, and it's the most boring thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says, my husband used to do photo radar, and he hated it. You can't just watch your phones. You have to watch the traffic, you have to watch the cameras, and you have to take notes. Take notes? On what? what? Like how Lots many? cars today. Yeah, busy road. I'm guessing. Cloud came by. Another car. <laughs> God, God Some, yelled that again. Someone gave me the finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're here with the pitchforks and torches yeah. again. I had locked all doors. <laughs> all right. Maybe you're doing the job right now. Maybe it was a job that you've had in the past. How bored were you? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we're talking about this because of a story in the news. Um, a study in England looked at jobs and personality traits that we consider boring. It found that the most boring person in the world is a data analyst who lives in a rural area, watches a lot of TV, is probably religious, and sleeps a lot. Mm-hmm. That's according to this study. <laughs> so that got us talking about some like boring-ass jobs that we had. I'll tell you guys this. When I was the receptionist for that HVAC company... Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty bored. Well, yeah, you didn't have the internet. This was way before internet and phones. There was no radio. There was nothing. It was just mm-hmm. the sound of office. It, it was before FM. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Pony Express would come by, deliver the mail. Horses are saddled up mm-hmm. up front. Oh, <laughs> tied man. Off on the boards. It was. And like everybody kind of spoke in this whisper like this. Like nobody ever really. Oh, spoke. I'd be like, speak up. But there's action up front at the front desk. Phones are ringing. No, no. Nobody called the HVAC company. Oh. My, the most exciting thing I had was Pure Later would drop off blueprints. Ooh. You're like, please stay. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like a young guy. I'm like, hey, you want to like, hang out for a minute? He's like, nope, got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the uh, HVAC guy comes over. He's like, do you have my blueprints? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, Pure Later. Okay, great. Did you sign off for this? You're like, no, please stay. I'm like, why, why, why are we all low talking around here? Oh, it was awful. They treated it like a library. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. They had an HVAC thing so they can hear the, they want to hear the, the heating and cooling in that. They're action. like, yep, it's working. Oh, Shh. we're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emily, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. Um, you were working at the mall and you had a pretty boring job, eh? Yeah. So, you know, the cupcake kiosk in West Ed? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it used to be called Once Upon a Cupcake, and I was the lovely manager for a while. Oh, fun. And I would work the morning, 9 to 5, in the mall, like, Monday to Friday, some Saturday mornings. But it would be so slow during the day that I would just do all my work, and it would take me maybe an hour and a half to catch up on all of my work. Yeah. And then I would just sit and sit and sit. And wait and wait. I would just start watching Netflix. I had... One of the construction workers befriended me, so he'd come and chat once in a while. But yeah, yeah it was a very, very boring job. <laughs> uh, the, the cupcake biz is not an eight-hour, like, cram day. <laughs> I mean, nobody wants a cupcake full of sugar first thing in the morning, of right? Course. Around the afternoon, it would start to pick up a bit. But I'd basically just wait there for my relief so I could just go home and cry. <laughs> I'd go home and cry. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, I think any of those mall kiosk yes, like, guys and tough. gals... When you see them, like they're always on their phones, and I don't blame them. Like, yeah. 
like oh man like the ones that are flying little helicopters around like no one's buying that crap at 10 in the morning no 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 it's so boring i worked at another embroidery kiosk too for like a couple of days just covering some shifts for someone and yeah that was it was boring i don't (laughs) imagine an embroidery kiosk being very popular at the best of times yeah you'd be actually it was embroidering hats and uh on the weekends they were actually really steady oh, oh okay <laughs> oh, I stand corrected. okay so if, right. you, if you do want to work in embroidery do weekends and evenings perhaps yeah pretty much then, yeah. then you're then you're a little bit more safe from boredom <laughs> <laughs> all right so cupcake kiosks yeah yeah, yeah. yikes all right thanks emily thanks em <laughs> yeah have a good one you too bye-bye Ken on text at 56789 says, guys, I think I win this competition. Mm -hmm. Years ago, there was an offshore oil rig getting work done in my small town. Yep. My job, night shift, was to sit in a small boat. And if anyone fell off the rig while working, I had to call police to go and get the body. Oh. oh my god by the way no one ever fell off the rig <laughs> that's good it's morbid but some days you hope someone <laughs> fell off the rig so all just, he did was he just sat in a boat and watched and the watched water. the water those those rigs are uh, they're big though yeah a large piece of construction are you can you see every part of the maybe he just like you probably just have to drive around yeah, in circles put, putted his little evan root around oh my god oh ken that's tough at night Night shift. Never found a body, though, eh? No, he said no one ever found Is that because you were bad at your job, or? <laughs> Ken just fell asleep. Yeah, how many corpses are at the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> you were asleep at the wheel. <laughs> Families no. without loved ones. They're like, did you see Larry go overboard? <laughs> no. No. No, I didn't see anything. <laughs> um, Steve, hello. Hey, how's it going? Doing pretty good. Uh, you had a pretty boring job, eh? Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you get up to? My job was to sit at the SO refinery at the asphalt loading in the middle of winter for 12 hours a day, and nobody loads asphalt in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, my gosh. So you just sat there? Yeah, there was me and another guy. He ran the weight scale, I ran the loading rack, and we had a TV in there, and we would watch movies for 12 hours every day. Oh, my God. Was it... Was this a time when you could like watch Netflix, or this is like you had to bring in DVDs no. or VHS? Bring in DVDs. Oh, oh Lord, oh, that is so tough. Lord have mercy. And on night shift when you did it, because you had to run a night shift too, you sat there for twelve hours with nobody coming, and you were there by yourself that time. Oh, what a drag! That probably felt like the longest shift. It was awful. I would bring a TV and my Xbox, and I had a cot. I'd have to pack it all up before the boss showed up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Holy you can't crap. get caught sleeping. How yeah, long exactly. did you do that job for? Uh, about seven months. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. And was it your choice to leave that job? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I just can't take it anymore. Six twenty-seven bucks an hour to sit there all day, but it gets old fast. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, a lot I of bet. people are saying that. You could be making a lot of money, but if the job is just, like, terrible, like, you just It's just can't. ruining your brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, I was a young guy, and it's like, I want to move ahead in my life. I'm not moving ahead at this job. <laughs> stay here and die. Yeah, <laughs> you literally had a snail's oh, face no. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, thanks, Steve. Ooh, thanks, Steve. <laughs> thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, another one that I uh, just came to mind, uh, what about being the uh, the hotel desk uh, person overnight. Oh, it, it would be boring, but you have a computer, mm-hmm. so you can sit there and like look at computer stuff. 
And when there is action, it's thrilling. Yeah. That's a good point. You come in to get a room at 2 a.m. Yeah, like, you know. I know I, yeah, you know what's yeah. going on. What I always wonder, too, about if you were at McDonald's or like Tim Hortons, you're busy all the time. Yeah. But not every fast food chain is. Like if you're at Harvey's, mm. like yeah. if you're at Carl's Jr., like there's got to be long stretches. Of Where you're just kind of standing around. Yeah, just waiting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah if you, you're at one of those slower places, yeah, that's got to be tough. You're just everyone's standing around in the kitchen. Like, there's only so much you can do, right? I would. If you I got would, time to lean, you got think. time to clean. I'd be like, the place is spotless. <laughs> we used to hacky sack with Timbits when it got slow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hacky sack them into the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> we were kids. Oh, yeah. no. I don't want to hear this. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, "Hey guys, my friend was a lifeguard in Spruce Grove." His only job was to tell the kids that they are safe to go down the water slide. Oh. You know, like the little yep. blue slide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eventually, they fired him, and he was replaced with a robot, a red light, and a green light. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never replace me. <laughs> oh, well, oh red right, light, green light, dude. Uh, Tamara, hello. Thanks. Good morning. I'm good. Good, good. Um, you had an extremely boring job, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was um, it? I used to work up in Conklin as a welder time, which was, I think, two or three years ago. And the job was over, and my welder was like, hey, you can stay here. They have a job for you to do. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like, more money for me. Yeah. So the United guys, they make um, liners for pipelines. Okay. So all my job was, was I sit in a truck, and they have this little pull uh, trailer that they fuse, uh, I guess, a hard plastic pipeline together. Yeah. So I'm hooked up to that pipeline and they would radio me, hey, Tamara, pull pipe. And I'd pull it for, you know, a few meters, okay, stop, wait 10 minutes, Kate, pull pipe, just pull it and then uh. stop. And I did that for 12 hours a day. Oh my, my broke. God. No phone. I had no music. There's no radio up there except like a Christian country station. <laughs> Christian country like station. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. I hated every minute of it. Oh my God. How long was your day? How many hours Twelve. a day were you doing that? 12? Yeah, we did. We did 12-hour days. Oh, and, uh, my God. Of just you, like, moving pipe a few feet and then being like, okay, stop. Yeah, and, and it's then, not even long enough to sleep because I, I tried to set my timer. I had a timer, and I was like, okay, like, maybe I can sleep a little bit. Because you get up at, I'd get up at 4.45 in the morning because we were in camp at a Queen Harbor's camp. Yeah, yeah. you got to get to the lunchroom before everybody starts, you know, spitting in the food. So I'd get up <laughs> Oh, man. And then party all night till about 2 in the morning. And then yeah. get up at 4.45. So oh, my was, God. Did you, did you at least make decent cash? Um. Yeah, I think I was... Well, I'm at the most. I think I was about 26 or 27 an hour. So it's decent, but yeah, I just think I did still not weeks, great. I was like, I, get me out of here. Yeah, eventually yeah. you just go, you get stir crazy. Oh, tough one. Okay, thanks, Tamara. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Oh. Yeah, you get, the, you get the sweet cash, but oh. Yeah. Oh, so draining. Victoria says my most boring job was an auditor at K-Days. Mm-hmm. My job was to sit next to one of the venue venues and keep a tally of the number of people who would go in. Click. Oh. Click. Click. It was such a drag watching everyone else enjoying themselves, and I sat there moving with the shade oh. as the day went by and the sun went through. Yeah, you never think about that, eh? Do they have to stand there for, like, a whole shift? Eight hours, probably. What? Do you, what? Do you, they know how many people are inside K-Days. Or is that for, like, fire codes for, like, the venue? Maybe for the venue, or you're, you're counting how many people are going in to okay. see the Superdogs? Why, why would you get someone to, like, click, click, get a turnstile? Yeah. 
And it's the super <laughs> dogs. It's going to be 100% of the people. Who <laughs> the you know the number. That's why you go there. They jump super so dogs. high. <laughs> super dogs are so it's cool. It's incredible. Uh, the <laughs> love super dogs. Uh, one more on this. Uh, Brad, what was your boring job? I was a contractor for CN. And you guys want to talk about boring jobs. They, you have to listen to everything RTC does, which is radio traffic control. Yeah. And they don't care about maintenance at all. They want to just run trains as long as they can, and they'll run them over stuff that should have been fixed months ago. Oh, my God. And it's, you, you sit in the truck for, I've sat in the, my truck for 8, 12 hours a day, and I did maybe an hour's worth of work. That sounds like, uh, yeah, it sounds like what my brother did in yeah, uh, Winnipeg. You're right, John did yeah, that. My brother would uh, sit in a truck with his buddy, and they would just wait for trains to come in, and then a train would come in, and he would walk the track to make sure they're connected or something, I don't know, and then go back in the truck and watch Netflix. And he would do that for like yeah. 12 hours a day. Yeah, and the, the one thing is, like a lot of guys don't know whatever, some, some subdivisions are a lot better than others, but you're technically not supposed to have your phone on you at all you're supposed to be 100 percent alert when you're uh in the vehicle well it was john i mean (laughs) oh he was not alert (laughs) (laughs) needless to say when uh when any supervisor truck showed up you put your phone away pretty quickly because some of them can be real arrogant yeah well yeah for sure oh that would be so boring though just how long did you do that job for uh, unfortunately, a uh, year and a half. A year and a half. When you left, I bet you that was a great day. Oh, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Yeah. I myself. And you just have a new job that's... Yeah, your new job that you have now. Is it is it stimulating? It keeps you it keeps your brain active? Yeah, I went back to framing. Oh, there oh, you go. Okay, yep. Yeah, yeah. Moving that's your nice. body all day. Nice. Yeah. All right. Okay, thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. This, this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. All right, there's a TV game show called The Ultimate Slip and Slide, and I believe that we talked about this, and if it did have a kryptonite, The Ultimate Slip and Slide, it would probably be explosive diarrhea. Oh, oh God. There was a show called The Ultimate Slip and Slide, and it was going to debut on NBC in August, and the production had to shut down indefinitely because of explosive diarrhea. All over the slides? Okay, I looked in to see if somebody went down the slip and slide and had that problem. I'm not sure if it was on the slide or just on the set. But there was an outbreak, a parasite, that causes nasty gastrointestinal issues on set. Mm -hmm. And a source says that up to 40 people fell violently ill. So the parasite, I'm guessing, ended up in the water. And then everyone yeah, slipping and sliding probably. in the water, mouth open, you're getting the parasite in your yeah. mouth. Ugh. There was a lot of running to porta potties and some people even collapsed oh, on no. set. Now, I'm not sure if the slides were soiled. <laughs> the show only has about a week's worth of taping left to do and they're trying to figure out how to do it. The ultimate slip and slide was hosted by some comedians, uh, Bobby Moyahan and Ron Funches. They huh. did not get sick. Probably because they weren't on the was that that on the slide the SNL dude yeah Monahan, the Bobby Monahan? Monahan? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're wondering what was the ultimate slip and slide I think it was just you were watching people go oh. down crazy slides oh sort of like a wipeout exactly but mm. for slip and slides but for slip and slides yeah and with a side of diarrhea and with now with yeah diarrhea <laughs> that's nasty that is so nasty. <laughs> Ugh. Also, who would watch that? I wonder if someone did crap themselves going down. Yeah, right? I don't if know. If that many people are rushing to porta potties, 
Guaranteed someone filled one of the slides. And oh. have you guys slip and slide lately? No. It's no. Been a bit? It's been a while. I feel like it would hurt and it not fun. It does, yeah. Like yeah. there would yeah. be a lot of impact. Yeah. And so think about your stomach just melting inside and it's ready to get out your backside and then you're going down a slide and you're like, boof. Really? Yeah. Boof. Jar something loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Ginge put up a picture of the actual slip and slide. It looks like they're going down into, into mud at the oh, bottom. I don't think that's... Uh, Nope, that's poop. Oh, yeah. Because oh. I put up another picture. <laughs> that is all poop. That is not the set of Slip and Slide, but it looks like it poop. <laughs> that is nasty. Yeah. If you're in the app this morning, you can check that out. Oh. You, you wait all day for your run at the Ultimate Slip and Slide, and the guy before you did that. <laughs> <laughs> Last run of the day, boys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I guess the point of this show, then, is just to... Extreme slides. That, and that's it? That's all you watch? I guess. I didn't watch it. I don't think it's aired yet, has it? No, it hasn't. It's not. It's not. Uh, they're filming it right now. Oh, okay. That's why they stopped production. Mm-hmm. We're running out of things. I saw a commercial the other day for a, um, a tiny game show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is What's, that? What is this? Every summer, there's always like the worst game shows just to fill TV yeah. that come out. And this one is, um, it's like a little, what do you call it? Like a vignette or whatever. It's a little like town or a little scene. Yeah. And then you got to flick a ball bearing through the town. Oh. And and, and I it's guess it would be. It's the most ridiculous TV show I've ever seen. It might be seen. along the lines of, remember like Old Labyrinth where you got to like tip the board and get yeah. your ball through the town? I think it might be along the lines of that. But that's the TV show. Are the are the are the scapes you're pushing your ball through? Are they like famous locations? Uh, I don't I, know. Who knows? I don't think so. They don't really highlight like it? famous locations tiny on TV. Show. Yeah. Do you like tiny city game show? I think it's called Small Fortune. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And each game is set in a perfect miniature world. Let's see this. It is so awful. Why would you watch that? Uh, Do you see it there, Ginch? Yeah, I'm checking it out right now. Yeah, it's really. Uh, Oh, there's a bunch of tiny little worlds. Yeah. You throw planes into an airport? Yeah, here's a little uh, preview on it. Prepare for an epic journey around the world. As competitors face the toughest challenges of their lives, teams push to the absolute limits. The teeniest, tiniest games ever seen on TV. Tiny games, but they tough. Oh, actually, with over a it's a little different than that. There, there's like little competitions during the game. Play five mini games. There's mini chopsticks that you have to grab the chopsticks and you have to grab mini sushi and put it onto like a belt or on a plate. That's adorable. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You got a There's a bank. Yeah. You gotta blow. You gotta uh, take apart little dynamite sticks. Grandma's game show, or is it? (laughs) (laughs) Have we just run out of things? We've run out of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, we have run out of stuff. I don't know. It's uh, when you watch the little preview here. Yeah, like it's not too bad. Like the little dioramas are impressively made. There's a uh, uh, a little baseball glove that you have to, you have to put on the tip of your finger and then catch a ball. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I am ours. Look at that little sushi oh, here. Oh, that's so dumb. Here, let me back that up there. Tiniest games <laughs> ever seen on TV. The tiniest Tiny games, games, but they tough. 
ever seen on TV. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I'm you not can win two hundred fifty thousand bucks. Yeah. That's no joke for a tiny game show. Yep, yeah, we've run officially run out of stuff. Then that's what uh, that's what we're watching. <laughs> All right, police in Germany got a call this week after a woman was jogging through a forest and spotted a grenade on the ground. And that's actually a bit of an issue in Germany, where old World War II weapons still pop up sometimes. But when the Bob Squad investigated, they found that the grenade was actually a rubber grenade shaped. Adult toy. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Was it uh, larger than life or no. like the grenade size? Grenade size. How do you work that? Now, the bomb squad found a USB charging cable next to it, so they plugged it in and was like, oh, there, that's what it does. <laughs> <laughs> it lights up. It's like, welcome to the party. Yeah. They also did a search for it on Amazon. Uh, apparently, you can buy a grenade-shaped thing on Amazon, but it is currently sold out because it, it is very popular. The Bomb Squad also found uh, other items of suspicion around the grenade to show that it wasn't actually a grenade. Yeah, there's a large uh, tube of Aquaglide. Yeah, right <laughs> right there. Oh, wow, there Next it is. The explosive device. But if you have to call them out, they gotta come out, right? It must have been sitting there for a bit. So the USB cable's all rusted. Yeah, someone was walking through the forest and saw it. I'd call too. <laughs> well, right? Yeah. I would. Have you ever used Google to settle an argument? A new survey found that it's really common now. Mm hmm. We don't even try to find out the answers by using our big, big old brains. I know. I, I try sometimes. If, uh, Me too. If we're just watching TV or whatever, we're chatting and we got a question, right away we gravitate to yeah. Google. And then I'm like, nope, stop. We can do this. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, oh, <laughs> We're so no. dumb. <laughs> Remember, I think you, me, and Ginge, I think Healy was working on something. And you, me, and Ginge tried during a song to think of something without any of us yeah. Googling it. Yeah. And all three of us were like, oh. We couldn't for the life oh, of us. Sad, hey? Oh, that's why I like to, uh, if someone's going to Google it, there's one Googler. I'm like, just give me the first letter. Yeah. And then I'll figure it out myself. I need my brain to work that way. I know. Well, if you've ever used Google to settle an argument, you're not alone. 77% of us say that we have felt a wave of satisfaction when we Googled something that we weren't sure about and then found out we were right. Mm. So in other words, when Google you're says, like, you're mm -hmm. like, yes! yeah, but then you're, oh, I'm right! But then, you're, <laughs> but then you're always doubting yourself. Oh, are you? Though? I think you are because yeah, you got excited, you felt great, but you're still gonna next time you have a question, you're still gonna ask Google. All right, well, here are the most common topics that we use Google for when we disagree. Number one, historical events. Number two, politics. Yep. Number three, what year something happened. Number four, spelling. Number five, an actor and an actress that was in a movie that you can't remember. Yeah, oh yeah, That's yeah. like crash That's right there. Uh, <laughs> number six, the weather. Like, is it going to rain? Apparently, people argue over whether or not rain's in the forecast. Yes. Hayden and I fight about this all the time. I know. You guys really? Get used to it, Haley. You're going to be doing this forever now. Well, and the thing is, I'm like, babe, I look at the weather Every single morning. Yeah. I know what the week looks like. He's yeah. like, well, I saw that it wasn't going to rain. Oh, I know. I'm like, <laughs> you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it won't stop. You're going to constantly do that. Uh, I'm okay true. to die on that hill. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, number seven, which artist sings a particular song? We do that a lot around here. Yep. Uh, geography or where something is. Number nine, grammar. And number 10, recipe ingredients. People are fighting over recipe ingredients. Oh, okay. I can see that. The poll also found that the average person Googles the answer to something five times a day. Oh. Well, yeah, probably. And 44% of us think that we're an unofficial expert on at least one topic because we've Googled it so much. 
Really quick right now, just shoot us a text, 56789. What are you an unofficial expert on because you Google it so much? Mm. Uh, I would say for crash, it's probably wells. Yeah, digging my own well. Digging your own well. Yeah. Chimney stuff. Chimney stuff for sure. I've been uh, big on that. Uh, masonry. Mason. Masonry? Well, yeah. I gotta, oh, yeah. I got I to I gotta do a lot of brickwork. Yeah. Yeah. You got to learn how to lay those bricks? Yeah. Well, I do, but I just want to verify that I'm doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> I've laid my fair share of bricks and rocks, but I just want to make sure this time I'm doing it 100% right. right. Would you say that you're uh, an mason? unofficial amazing? Okay. Yeah. I'm not unofficial. I am oh, a mason. Oh, you are amazing. I have joined the mason people. Okay. <laughs> what about firefighter? Um, I'm an honorary fighter fire. A fighter fire? 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 <laughs> okay. Oh, no. You get to sit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I love to touch the hose. I don't want to be uncoiling the hose duty. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, what are you an unofficial expert at? Because oh, you Google it so much. Probably um, hand stitching. Hand oh, stitching? Yeah. Interesting. I, uh, I fix a lot of things just by hand stitching. Yeah, yeah. We have a dog and sometimes he'll rip holes in clothes. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I'm not about I'm not about to buy a whole new wardrobe because yeah. my dog's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I fix things with my my stitching. So you have to Google huh. it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to do um if you want the the thread hidden, you have yeah. to stitch it a certain way. Or if it's in a really tricky place, yeah. then I'll find ways to stitch it properly so it doesn't crease. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Have so. you learned the ultimate uh tie knot on the end of your thread trick? I learned it in home ec in school. Never forgot it. Saves me all the time. Uh, which one? Uh, you uh, thread your, uh, you put the thread through the needle. Yeah. And then you pull it taut. Yeah. So you get your two ends there. And then your two ends there, you just wrap it around your finger a couple times. And then you roll it off the end of your finger. It'll create a knot. Mm-hmm. And then you pull it tight. Boom. Now you won't pull the thread through whatever you're sewing. Or you could just tie a knot on the end. <laughs> it's easier just to roll it, Haley. It's so satisfying. <laughs> Is it though? Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. What? I don't sew. Well, you don't sew. No. I'll, sh- I'll show you this weekend. No, I'm good. I have other things to do. <laughs> I, have, I have things for you to sew. No, no, I'm, I got things for you to dig. I got trees coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. <laughs> Bring them to me. Producer Ray gives me all his sewing. Oh, perfect. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You gotta start a, start a sewing business on the side. I hmm. should. Yeah, you'd make some cash. I would. Yeah. I would say that I'm probably an expert on cats. Oh, yeah. I've read a lot about cats. Mm-hmm. And uh, dip nails. Dip nails. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. big on dip nails right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm big on it right now. I've done a lot of research on it. Yeah, look, show now TV those nails. Oh, look at that. Yeah, Ooh, my, look at that. Look at that. Fancy. Thank she, you. She even has a gold finger on one of them. Nice. Yeah, she, uh, she went to a jeweler and bought ground up gold and sprinkled uh, it on her nails. Yeah. Is that 24 karat? Yeah. Just like Bruno Mars wanted. <laughs> Gotta be bougie. Yeah. <laughs> that is a blinging nail. Yeah, you are absolutely right. For those of you who are working out on your Peloton this morning, uh, there was a bit of a uh, uh, there was a Peloton video that had gone viral. Did you guys see this? Which one? The one of the dirty instructor. Oh no no no. Oh, I didn't see that. I don't know if I can play the, the last audio. big Peloton thing I saw was the uh, recall of the Peloton treadmill for eating children. What? Did you see that? Oh, yes, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, where it sucks yeah. babies underneath it. Like, that's yeah. terrible because they yeah. didn't have a guard on the back of it. It, it, it is awful. Yeah, yeah. Well, this guy, hang on a second here. I just lost my story. Uh, he decided to go on to the Peloton and um, talk about how uh, his class is going to give you a big O. Oh, he was one of the instructors. He was one of the instructors, and yes. And that's what he said on the thing? And that's what he said on the thing, yeah. Oh, do you have a clip of him talking No, about I that? don't. I just lost it. Mm. Uh, by the way, Peloton instructors, one of the top searches on Pornhub. 
Oh, really? They've already turned that into adult content. And apparently, people are now saying that they are falling in love with their Peloton instructors. Well, I guess if you think about it, you're spending, what, a solid hour with them? I don't know if you use the same instructor every time. Because it's not a live instructor, is it? No, I, I th- think it is, isn't it? I always thought it was like just classes on demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you had a certain instructor you wanted but didn't fit up with your schedule. Yeah. And you're paying, you know, X amount of dollars for this Peloton. Yeah. I'd, I'd imagine they're available when you want them available. Although maybe maybe they do give a live instructor because don't they say your name sometimes? They're like, you can do it, Brittany. Come on, Brittany. That's, from Edmonton. that's what I thought. Or is that just in the TV commercial? Because that's what the commercial shows. Does anybody know? Is there anybody listening? Yeah. Who's who's using a Peloton right now? Uh, by the way, I do have uh, some audio here. Just get your button ready, Crash, in case he swears. So oh, this, <laughs> this instructor swear. Oh yeah, yeah. Like this guy's gone. Uh, yeah, he's gone rogue. In indeed. All yeah. right, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, here you go. Have a listen. Babe, and tell me how they you did not survive a pandemic to fake an orgasm, okay? So you got two options. A little bit of show and tell, a little bit of communication. You get naked, you're like, hey, let's try some things. And like, if you like it, say so. And if I like it, I'll say so. You communicate. Use words. Harder, slower, softer, faster. You know what I'm saying? If it doesn't work out, he's got to go. All right. What? Yeah, and that's the that's beginning of the, the Peloton. Yeah. Wow. As everyone just like slows the biking, <laughs> slows the pedaling right? down, they're like, um, am I hearing this right? It's harder, faster, slower. Uh, people say you can get both on-demand and live classes. Oh, okay. The live, I bet you, is yeah. top dollar. Right? I would think so, yeah. Or does it just come with your subscription and then if you're available for it, you're available for it? Isn't it the uh, the monthly, isn't it over like a hundred bucks a month? On top of the actual bike? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. You got to pay for a subscription. Oh, yeah. I think if, yeah, if you want to use the screen, I think you have to pay. I don't know if it's 100 bucks. It might be 50 bucks. <laughs> you cannot convince me to pay that much to exercise. <laughs> I'm, I'm That's with you. That's a lot of money. I know. I'm with you. Yeah. You pay like 10000 for the bike, and then you got to pay 50 bucks a month. The only thing that'll be skinny will be my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, yeah. By the way, the simple search term of, quote, in love with a Peloton instructor mm-hmm. uh, has increased 450% in the last six months. Do people fall in love with their instructors? They must. Well, I understand, like, they're all attractive, I'm sure, in yeah. great shape. Yeah. But do you, do you fall in love with, like, your trainer at the gym don't you hate them aren't, isn't, aren't they like a drill sergeant you grow to loathe that's what i thought yeah i hated mine yeah you don't want to see that's the worst that's because that person's responsible for like the worst hour of your day every day yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're gonna make me feel like crap yeah like there's good there's a good reason for it but they while i'm doing it i want to vomit uh by the way with that audio that we played people know this instructor oh not, really not personally but they work out with him they're like oh he's a dirtbag yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he constantly a dirtbag or I this, so. he's just had a weird day i think it was just that one time huh just that one time. What are you guys paying per month for Peloton to get the, the full deal? Let's find out. Yeah, let's see. I'll bet you it's a lot. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Shoot us a text. What are you paying for I that I feel Peloton? like the Peloton is something that I would get, used for like three weeks, and then never oh, yeah. touch it again. It would die like all the other equipment mm-hmm. in the spare room. Uh, someone says you can just use the Peloton app and use your own bike and treadmill. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right oh, then. Oh, just do that. So you can get the... Uh, yeah, get if you the get, ins- yeah, if you get your own bike at right, home, right, right. just put your... Load the Peloton app on your tablet and stick it to your thing, and it's pretty much a Peloton. Huh. That's that all right like a much then. better deal. That is a much better deal. Way better. I agree. All right. For those of you who watch TLC, um, 
do you guys love it? I mean, I, I know that TLC has been in the news for over a decade now, um, convincing people all over North America to watch some of the craziest stuff that you've ever seen. If you're a fan of uh, 90 Day Fiance, which I am, by the way, mm. lo- love it. Mm. I believe that's where Honey Boo Boo and all that madness originated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, TLC created some gems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And destroyed lives. And destroyed <laughs> lives. It sure as hell did. Are the yeah. uh, roll-offs still running on TLC? The oh, little, what were the roll-offs? The little family big world or something? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I don't know. But the, the husband and wife there, they broke up and no. he went to jail or he got a DUI jail? or something. Yeah. DUI? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, and then I think she's with a new man. He was just a humble pumpkin farmer. No, he's he's wild. No, TLC destroyed him. Yeah, uh, destroyed that family. DUI. TLC does the, uh, Rach does the sister wives. Is that oh, TLC? Yeah. yeah, that's a TLC thing too, I think. Sister wives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Is that? With them? Uh, no. That's one dude, many women. Oh. Sister wives. <laughs> Sister wives. Right. She loves it. Uh, she used to. I think now they're just starting, you know, they eventually they just got to look for drama, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they were yeah. like, originally they were like forced out of Utah because of their polygamous lifestyle. They went down to Nevada. And then I think they were forced out of Nevada. <laughs> Nevada didn't, lifestyle. Uh, Nevada yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, want yeah. them either. They keep pushing them out. Does she want to do her own version? Like a, uh, like a daddy husband's? Oh, like we're one lady and like you, do, like, do you get like that's seven? That's not the way it works. It's sister oh. wives. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brother, brother husbands. Uh-huh. Yeah. So brother, it'd be brother husbands. It'd be brother husbands. It'd be brother husbands. Yeah. Because yeah. so you got sister wives, brother husbands. Maybe mm. Rach wants to do your own version. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there would be some pluses. So like if Crash moved in as one of oh, the brother yeah. husbands. Anyone and we crash. can hang out. <laughs> Come on, right. buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, TLC recently unveiled the premise of their new reality show, and it's got everybody wondering if TLC just needs to stop. It's called Extreme Sisters, and um, it centers around two 35-year-old identical twins who shower together, poop together, and share a boyfriend. Oh, that's too weird. That is very weird. Well, here they are. Right? Yeah. It's got everybody wondering if they're do done they, with it or do not. Do they share the boyfriend at the same time? Or y- yeah, they have a I schedule think... like uh, one gets him Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Uh, yeah, I think they're just dating the same guy. So he's dating twins. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. why? Why? Yeah. Now, this is... Uh, I thought uh, that weird show... Um, what was that show called where... Uh, the daughters were like so tight with their moms. Oh, right. I remember that one. What was that? Show? I don't remember that. Tight show. daughters? No, it was no. like <laughs> it was like the moms wouldn't let go of their little girls. Smothered. Smothered. That's what it was called. That show is horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Did Dr. Pimple Popper start on TLC, Haley? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Is Dr. Pimple Popper a TLC show? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. 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 So she went on there as well. Oh, Mm. my God. Pimple Popper's good. Yeah. These twins, were they looking for one fella, do you think, or did it just happen? I don't don't know. I think they... The other caught feels. What's the... uh, (laughs) Josh, every man's fantasy twins. (laughs) I know. Well, I think they're playing on a bit of that, to be honest with you. What does the dude look like with the twins? Oh, they don't say. But I've got a list here of some of the crazy greenlit projects from TLC that maybe didn't quite make it all the way. So let's go through a few of them here. Uh, Number one, Mall Cops. Mall Cops of America. Apparently, it only ran one season from 2009 to 2010. Mm-hmm. Didn't really do all that great. Uh, my personal favorite, Buying Naked 
from 2013 <laughs> to 2014. Go on. Uh, basically, it was people shopping for real estate without any clothing on. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a sight unseen deal. No. This is you shop it's naked. Just, you shopping without any clothing on, yes. I didn't know that I was pregnant. I watched this one too. Mm. 2009 to 2011. You don't have to ask a lot of questions there. People yeah. just didn't know they were pregnant. Uh, 2013 to 2014, not a big long run here on TLC. The best funeral ever. <laughs> <laughs> this, of course, was followed a bunch of employees who were tasked to putting on extravagant funerals. I love how TLC just like ditched all their uh, like home DIY yeah. trading spaces. Then they're like, you know yeah. what people want? Trash. Hot funerals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funerals forever. Isn't isn't that amazing, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever can get them ratings. Whatever right? can get them ratings. And then, of course, there was a whole ton of others. A Smothered Crash is on that list. Yeah. Ginger, I'm surprised Rach doesn't watch Smothered. I think she might have. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that, that is a bad show. It is. It's horrible. Uh, well, you might remember John and Kate plus eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one. Uh, Little People Big World Crash is on your list. Still on there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, here comes Honey Boo Boo. What about that uh, family? There's like uh, 70 people in there. The, the Duggins? Oh, they're oh, the always... 18 and counting. 18, 18 and, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, they're they, always counting. They were a TLC show as well. They've, they're constantly in the news for doing horrible things. Well, I, one well, of the, the brothers is locked up for, yeah. uh, for uh, no the, good. The most horrible of things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I miss Crash's favorite, Return to Amish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot that was on there. I used to watch all those. Yeah, you love that show. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what was the uh, Return to Amish? But, uh, uh, the ones before that. What were those uh, big ones? Where Jebediah was uh, the big star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is the Amish one, they do like their, their what is the Breaking rums? Amish. Breaking Amish. And they broke free from the Amish community to live a real life. They do like their Rumspringa? Uh, yes. Where they get to live the, like the rest of us live for real yeah, yeah, they live regular lives, they get regular well, jobs. And then they have to decide. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes uh, the moms come out of the, uh, the Amish community into the big city yeah. to uh, woo them back. Be like, yeah, this is a terrible life. Well, Why are you doing this? They don't go out to live regular lives. They go out and party their faces off. It's that's, not a regular life. That's a regular life. Yeah. That's a totally... Oh, Ginge posted a picture of the dude with oh, no, the twins. Someone else found him. Oh, he's oh, gross. Someone else, oh, Steve posted that. Oh, oh. It's, it's about, uh, Steve, isn't that what you expected? Steve with the, the twins, which are clearly all natural. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, uh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't TLC used to stand for the learning channel? Oh, it is yeah. not that anymore. Well, we learned a lot of things, guys. It is yeah. not that anymore. I, I think the reality is, is we have learned a lot of things. Oh, there's a new one, Amish in the City. Oh, and then there's oh. leaving Amish. I'm Amish in the city. <laughs> yeah. Man. So there you go. All right. I never thought that I'd be talking about a famous emu, but here we are. <gasps> An emu that vaulted to stardom on social media after running around the city of Prince George, B.C. is once again on the lam after being captured at the local airport and then later vaulting its way to freedom. Oh. Now, the origins of this giant bird are unknown. Oh, I love this thing. As are its motivations for making its way to the airport. Well, we know why it went to the airport. Yeah, it wants out of here. Wants out of here. It's probably looking for a nice tropical destination, yeah, right? I'm guessing, yeah, yes. The bird is done. Yeah, the emu was seen running alongside a train, so it tried to jump a train. Didn't yeah. happen. Spotted in an industrial section of the town before making its way to fields surrounding the airport where it was briefly captured, and then it escaped again. No one's taking uh, credit or blame for the emu? No. 
Like when nope. your patio furniture gets loose in the wind. Right. Exactly like it wasn't yours. Apparently emus are very territorial. Mm-hmm. Oh, are they? I don't know much yeah. about emus. Yeah, the owner says it's not safe to introduce a emu in a panic state to a new environment. Oh. So this thing's probably like freaking out. Oh my goodness. I know an ostrich can kill a man. Yeah, yeah. With its claws. Can One emu, kick to the head. Can an emu do any damage? Like I would we, imagine it could. It's a big bird. Should the people of Prince George be worried? We saw that uh, a Canada goose take down the guy in St. Albert, or uh, Sherwood Park, rather. Yeah, but that was out of, like, fear. He was running for his life and yeah, tripped over a curb. That's true. No, but the bird kicked him. The bird flew Did up. Did the bird kick him? Yeah, the bird flew up on his back and went... Doof. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. right. Oh, so we should kill this emu. Before, before it strikes first. Before it, yeah, before it takes a life. Before it takes a life. Mm-hmm. Now, Prince George Airport Authority Community Relations Manager Chrissy Berry spent her morning working on a plan to trap the bird by monitoring Facebook posts, tracking its movements, saying, quote, we did quite a bit of calling around. We started with your typical animal control operations, but they were not comfortable dealing with an emu. She then started to call livestock veterinarians for advice, and one director her to the Black Spruce Farm, which has a petting zoo, and offered to pick up the bird if no one else would. Now, uh, Brent, his that's his name, he said that he went and got the emu. He said the emu was so pissed, he loaded it up into its horse trailer, and then it started kicking at the back of the trailer in an effort to open the doors. Well, yeah. Could you imagine? What, what sound does a terrified emu make? I have no idea. Emu? Emu. I bet it's not comforting. I'll bet you it's not at all. Now, here's what happened, though. As the emu was kicking the trailer, the emu managed to hook its foot on the bottom rung of the corral and launched itself to freedom, and it's gone. Away it went. Really? I actually kind of feel sorry for the bird. Hmm. Now, the whereabouts of the emu, who they have named Dora the Explorer, are now currently unknown. Here's an emu sound. Yep. The sound of the emu. What? That's it? Yeah, that's that's them walking around. Oh, kind of sounds like a like a tiger. A little bit, eh? A bit of a growl. Wow! A little Look at their bit. Faces. I know that's wild. They are angry. They're really cool animals, actually. Hmm. hmm. Okay. This text here said, "Can you imagine being the person who gets their ass whipped by an emu?" Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, that would not be a good thing. So watch out Watch out if you're in that Prince George area. Mm-hmm. No one seems to know where that emu is. You're, they sound like tigers. Yeah, they're... Like... They don't have much hair on their head. Look at this one. No. It's got a little bald patch. Oh, they look like dinosaurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some emus down at the Valley Zoo. Oh, oh yeah. They're not, uh, not an exciting animal. Like, they're just kind of... Well, well, you want them to dance for you, right? Yeah, put on a show like I'm poking them, like I'm doing everything I can to get them to <laughs> throwing right, food yeah. at them, yeah. dangling your children right. above the throwing cage. rocks. And there might be a reason why they're lethargic and not yeah. really doing too much. Yeah. Yeah, I guess who knows? All right, this next story here. This seems like something you would obviously be fired for, but maybe not. Just 66 year old guy in England named Colin Kane called in sick to work, then got caught hanging out at a bar. So his company fired him. Oh, jeez. Oh, now he's a heavy smoker. He's got a lung condition. And when his boss called him in on a Monday, he said he had to stay in bed all day. But then someone saw him out at the bar drinking beer and smoking. Well, if he's drinking Jaeger, Jaeger's, uh, that's an old timey, uh, 
like a medicine, it right? It is. It used to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> the whole point of Jagger. Loophole them. That's right. Well, they fired him for it, his company, because he called in sick, but he was at the bar. So he sued them for wrongful termination. A judge just ruled that he shouldn't have been fired. And the company's handbook doesn't specifically say you can't go out and socialize if you've called in sick. So the judge said... I side with Colin. Ah, there you go. He's due back in court soon. They'll decide how much money the company has to pay him for wrongful termination. He said that going to the pub and drinking a beer was the only thing that was going to make him feel better that day. Hey, I guess that's fine, right? Yes, indeed. You got to do what you got to do to make yourself feel better. Yes, you do. Self-care. There is a weird thing where we're expected if we can't work, that we can't do anything. Mm -hmm. But like being at work isn't great. Yeah. Uh, Sitting down and drinking a beer is great. Yeah. It's all it is. Uh, like just because I'm well enough to do that doesn't mean I am well enough to work. You're yeah. right. It takes a very low bar to be able for me to be able to sit down and drink a beer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it does. So here's what I want to know from you guys this morning: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Did you call in sick and get busted doing something else? Oh, We've yeah. all done it. Well, and some people too. They're they're dumb because you'll call in sick and you're like, uh, uh, I'm really sick. Yep. But then, meanwhile, a couple hours later, uh, you're on social media posting well, what you're doing. Ex- exactly. What that's, are you doing? Yeah. You can't do that. If you're gonna call in sick and yeah. either you post sick selfies, yeah, yeah. or you don't post at all. Oh yeah, yeah. Just let it be. I'll never forget when we first launched. Uh, Adam called in sick. Oh yeah, you and you and I had to do a and show. We, yeah, we filled in. We filled in for like half his show too before yeah. someone could come in. And we're like, oh, poor Adam. And we just met the guy, right? Yeah. We're new to the station. And we're like, poor guy, poor guy. And then we see on uh, his social, he's out at a concert. Uh. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> we were on the air until like 2 p.m. Yeah. I'm like dying. You <laughs> son of a... <laughs> yeah. And he, I remember because you called him. You're like, yeah. what the hell? Like, what you doing, buddy? He's, he's like, like, oh, I was feeling better. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> <What> are, <laughs> we heard a concert healed you. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah. So I want to know from you guys, uh, did you call in um, sick to work? Or maybe it was somebody that you work with. Mm-hmm. And did you get busted not being all that sick? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about getting busted um, after calling in sick doing something else. A 66-year-old guy in England named Colin Kane called in sick to work, then got caught hanging out at the bar drinking pints with his buds, so the company fired him. What is the line for things you can be caught doing when you've called in sick? Is it anything fun? Shopping. But you can shop for food. Yeah, yeah, and you that can go out the, and get yeah, medication can, yeah, and if stuff. If someone busts you out and about shopping, I think right. that's okay. I think if you're doing an enjoyable activity. That's so the problem. If, they, yeah. if something can put a smile on your face, yeah. then you should yeah. be fired. Because you're yeah. supposed to be at work miserable yeah. like the rest of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you be outside? Can you be enjoying a walk? I think you should be allowed to, but if you're sick. But if you're like, you know, jauntily enjoying the river valley. Yeah, if you're like jogging and you got your jogging gear on, that's a problem. Well, I don't know. Yeah, full of jog be a problem. <laughs> what about like a nice, like a nice stroll? I think a stroll would be acceptable. But your shorts in a, your shorts in a tank top. I wouldn't accept it. Oh, you wouldn't? <laughs> no. You should be laid out on your couch. Honestly, you vomiting, grabbing the porcelain bowl. Well, 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 bit of a turnaround in the health department, I see. Congrats, a miracle. <laughs> Good thing we have an evening shift available. That's right. Uh, I got Gracie hanging on here. Gracie, how are you doing today? Hi there, I'm doing great. Excellent. Um, are you the one that uh, faked being sick and then got busted? 
Uh, well, sort of. Okay. I uh, I like to think I've made a lot of good decisions in my life, but at 18, I decided to start a business with my mother and brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. So at the time, you know, it all sounds good on paper until you got to deal with your family day in, day out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. no. We're, we're Italians. There's a lot of personalities sitting in one room together. Yeah, oh, so yeah. After, after a good long while, I decided to call my mom, and I told her I was sick. And so she replies, well, what are you sick with? I saw you yesterday. And I said, well, I'm, I'm a bit sick of your bull crap right now. That's <laughs> so a good excuse. I got, a, I got three days paid vacation for that. Yeah, there you go. Beauty. I'm yeah. sick of your I'm like, BS. <laughs> I'm <just recognized laughs> Oh, yeah. that yeah. is golden. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Gracie. All right, cheers. Okay, cheers. Bye-bye. Working with family would be difficult. That'd be very tough. However, an Italian family. I know. However, I do feel like calling in sick to your family might be easier than calling in sick to I don't think so. I think that's a gamble because... Oh, really? Uh, like in Gracie's case, she had to call her mom and be like, I'm sick. And she busted out sick of your BS. But if you're just like saying, hey, I'm sick to your mom that's running the business, she'd be like, oh my God, dear, I'll come by and help you. And you're like, no, no. Right, mom's bringing chicken. Yeah, mom's, right. mom's bringing blankets. That's I guess you're right. They're going to be a little yeah. more nosy about your, your ailments than maybe a boss yeah. would be. Just some generic management that yeah. you don't really care about. They're yeah. not bringing you anything. But your your mom or dad, they're gonna they're probably gonna show up. Yeah, unannounced. Right. Unannounced. If you want a day off to enjoy an activity later, you got an Oilers game, you got a concert, mm-hmm. but you're still not going to work that day. Is it best to feign injury or illness? Because you can fake an injury to get off work too. But you better be injured the next day you show up. Well, you got to have that hop still. Oh yeah, yeah. Twisted ankle. Yeah, it doesn't uh, it doesn't happen that often. Let's do Brittany. Uh, did you fake being sick and then someone busted you? Uh, my my cousin faked. Um, he called in and said that his mother in law had passed away. Oh, so obviously they gave him the day. Yeah. Um, but then he actually went golfing, and his boss ended up golfing the same day. Oh no! Yeah. So he got fired on the spot. Oh! <laughs> oh man, what are the chances of that? What are the chances of that? I know. Believe it or not, he's done that a few times. Oh man! Uh, okay. Yeah, he's. Uh, is he always using the same lie that the mother-in-law the does? Dad? Yeah, yeah, always <laughs> the mother-in-law. Oh my! Like this, but always the mother-in-law. Holy oh boy! It's his go-to. Yeah, yeah. Well, because no one's ever going to question. No, that. you're not going to question yeah. or look into it. Yeah. You're just going to let it be. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much for sharing that. Take care. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> There's nowhere to hide either. Of course. There's nowhere like, to oh, hide. Oh, no. And your no. boss is the slow one ahead of you. Yeah. You're like, oh, son See of him a- at every tee box for 18 holes. <laughs> you wait back 100 feet in your golf cart. <laughs> Pull your hat down, big sunglasses on. Oh. Guaranteed, uh, summertime, there's a lot of bosses on the golf course. So if you're faking oh, sick, sure. better to hit the course. Hit a course outside of town. I know, people are texting. Go to Red Deer. Like, this one here says, can you convince me that it's okay to take the day off? I just want to call in sick to take a day, but I feel so guilty doing it. Oh, no. we got We've got to stop feeling Treat guilty. yourself. Take yeah, it. take that day. You know yeah. what? Unless like you're like a hyper-specialized individual, like, you know, performing brain surgery this morning. Even then, yeah. brains can wait. Yeah, yeah, brains can wait. Someone else will do it. Someone will do it. <laughs> but like, that's just 
it. Like the job if, will get done. The yeah. job will get. You're not so important that the job won't get done. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, that's sometimes that's a bit of a kick to the face. It's okay. Like a jittery he, Jeffrey, he he'll take over the brain surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe today he steps up. Maybe today that hand uh, calms down a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't feel guilty about the job will get done. You're not leaving people in peril. Yeah, who who texted that? In? I don't you know. Take, you take that day off and you, you take enjoy. The day. Do you want me to forge you a sick note? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, we'll do that. Notes. Yeah. Don't feel guilty about it. Just take the day. Call yeah. him right now. Call him right now. Yeah, you're sick. You're yeah. taking a day. We can tell. Yeah. Do you like a good rainy day off though? You do like a good rainy day because yeah, it, it forces you just to like lay, lounge around. Exactly. Yeah. You have nothing to do, so you just. Relax, yeah. watch movies, maybe do a face mask, mm. eat mm. some snacks. Oh, that does sound like a good day off. Mm-hmm. And Thursday is a less suspicious day to take off. Than oh, than the Friday or the yeah. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know when someone around here books a Friday or Monday, we're all like, oh, oh we yeah. know. Come on, come, we know. Come on. We know. <laughs> oh, sick on a Friday, my ass. Or the, or the Monday after their week off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not kidding anyone. You're not. We used to, in another city, we used to work with a guy yeah, that would go on a week-long vacation. notorious And for it. he would come back. Yeah. And that morning that he's supposed to come in, he would call and be like, oh, guys, I think I got malaria. And then he would take another week, week off, off just at home. <laughs> and management it. never questioned it. They're like... Oh, yeah, well, he's, he's got malaria again. <laughs> yeah, he's sick. Uh, uh, another one. Tara, how you doing today? Good, how are you? Doing fantastic. We're doing good. Uh, was there a time when you weren't sick, but you called in sick anyways? Yeah, I actually um, used to work at a gym way back in like, I don't know, I was like 21 or something. And I was like, oh, I'm not feeling so good. I wanted to leave early. Yeah. I was going to the bar. And I can't, I got to the bar. Do you remember uh, Cowboys? Oh, yeah. oh, of course, yeah. Best in. So <laughs> I got sucker punched at the bar. Oh and no! I came back to work the next day with a black eye. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so I had to admit that. Yeah, I wasn't actually sick. I didn't get fired, but my boss was not very impressed. He's like, um, how'd you get this shiner here? Did you flat out tell him? <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah, oh. the guilt took over. You're like, I'm sorry, I went partying in a bar. Oh. Somebody hit me in the face. Looking back on it, though, did you wish that you were like, oh, I was so sick that I passed out and I knocked my eye on a... <laughs> I'm a terrible liar. I know, so I me just, too. Like, I couldn't. That's why immediately, like, it, it, uh, Tara's like in the interrogation chair. They're like, what happened? She's like, ah, it's farting, I got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me, yep. Yeah. Just cracked under pressure she immediately. snaps right away. <laughs> Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.